brought to you by Combat Flip Flops. Bad for running and even worse for fighting. Combat Flip Flops are your ticket to the unarmed forces by providing you with the military-inspired quality footwear for men and women. Be sure to enter the code UNITY at checkout to help support the podcast. And in support of women in developing countries, head over to CombatFlipFlops.com and become part of their unarmed forces today. Also brought to you by Heads Up Guys. Heads Up Guys is a resource providing men with information and practical tips on how to manage and prevent their depression. This is a dedicated online tool devoted to helping men get the help that they need, finding someone to talk to, and navigate difficult times. For more information, please head over to headsupguys.org. And by Beneath, starting with the first thing that you put on in the morning, Beneath inspires you to be your most authentic self. Get ready to experience increased comfort that radically outperforms anything that you've tried before while leaving minimal impact on Mother Earth. Use the code UNITY to get 15% off at checkout at Beneath.com. That's B-N-3-T-H.com. Welcome to this week's episode. I am here with Spencer, the host of Potty Mouth Podcast and the CEO of Send Butter. This guy was a operator in his past life, obviously due to the fact that he has got the most badass beard I've ever seen, and he makes other operators who don't have them jealous. So please welcome to the show, Spencer. Hello. Hey, thank you very much for having me. This is, uh, we were just talking about, uh, can we be completely transparent to your audience? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm violently transparent, so go for it. Okay, Tell this me. is take two, take two here, take two. <laughs> uh, technology just kicking us in the dick here, but that's all right. Uh, mm-hmm. So we were talking earlier about how interesting how this all came together. I had our friend Nikki come on the podcast and that thing kind of like really uh, I don't want to say put us on the map by any means, but a lot of people, it, it was a great exposure moment for us. And, you know, things like this is why kind of I'm super into social media and, and these kind of platforms, because we get to connect with people that we normally wouldn't. I mean, you're all the way out in Canada. I'm out here in SoCal. This would never happen. Don't tell um, anybody about that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, happy to be here. Yeah, I'm happy to be here too. So we, you missed it. We did an epic, we did an epic crack of opening of the drinks. Um, Spencer, tell me again about your drink that you're rolling with there, because I do um, know you said it takes two sips. Yeah. So Jack Daniels, Tennessee honey, it's honey, whiskey, honey, or I'm sorry, whiskey, honey, and lemonade. Okay. Uh, it's, 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 it's actually, I'm not gonna lie. It's growing on me. Um, I was saying it was <laughs> quote, interesting beforehand. Uh, yeah. but it's 7%, you know, it's going to get you to where you need to be at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> and after two, after two of these, it's all going to taste the same. Let's be honest with each other. So, uh, yeah, here we are. And you're drinking, you're drinking a Stella because, you know, I remember my first beer, you know, yep. uh, yep. man grew up on those things in high school. Maybe it was college. Yep. I, I can't remember. How old are you? I'm going to hope. I, I, oh, She's coming out. Yeah, we're going. Coming out we're hard. going. Oh, we're going. I'm 31. And how old are you? Oh, shit. You're 31? What the fuck does that mean? No, it's nothing bad. It's nothing bad. I'm just way older. How old are you? Uh, I had to think there. 36. Oh, you're, yeah, I'm going on 32 this year. You're still a baby. You're still in the, you're still in the, the bracket. You're I'm fine. Still there. You're, but as long yeah. as I keep acting like I'm 25, we're good. Well, then nothing changes. As long as you keep doing you, your body will follow. I mean, you will break. 
you will need a jazzy scooter. You will have a beer gut the size of Santa Claus, but you will keep moving. You will keep going. And I feel like you will still keep repping the send butter and you will still have the bright colored shades. And I feel like that's yep. going to be you. That's you long-term. It's, it's always going to be me. It's always going to be me. And whether that's going to be uh, completely embarrassing when I'm younger, it's going to be fine because at, at that age, who really gives a shit, right? Well, yeah, because then we'll be dealing with, uh, do you remember in the COVID times when all the children... Like it's gonna be <laughs> okay. So, so that's crazy because I was just talking to my friend about that. Um, and we're you know we're going back and forth on you know vaccine passports and this that and the oh. other. And, and we were talking about how like, dude, isn't it crazy if you take a step back and you actually think about like, dude, we're alive in debatably one of the gnarliest times in history. If you think about it. No, truly. No, no, really. If you think about it, you're right. Because if you were to look back at, I remember when this whole COVID thing started, people were kind of referring to it similar like the uh, Spanish flu. The Spanish, like mm -hmm. they're like, everyone's going to die. And <laughs> was wearing like the cloth masks on their face and they're in the old, old timey photos and they're all black and white and they're all miserable because they don't know how to smile and know what photography is yet. So it just made it look 20 times worse. And we're just in the modern era of what that is. And to me, frankly, I I cannot wait to tell stories about this when I get older. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. And, and every time, and I, trust me, I gave up the news a long, long, long time ago. I really wasn't a big news watcher in general because my ADD is through the fucking roof and that shit is just usually pretty boring and depressing. So I'm like, ah, no, thanks. No, but, not the uh, news. But now even more so it's just like, Okay, which channel is trying to force feed me what kind of garbage today? Um, and and it's so funny to say, like, dude, I get half my news through just friends and social media, which is is so bizarre to say, you know, in, in these times. But uh, it, it's it's true, and and it's so frustrating uh, on a civilian level where you're just like, I don't even know where to turn to to get actual news. Like, who's actually Who's bullshitting and who's actually trying to tell me the truth and, and give me a good heads up here? Well, nowadays, that's the question I ask a lot is when I turn, I used to be one of those avid people who would turn on the news like the second I woke up, like I come downstairs. Oh, uh, yeah, it was bad because I was when I was in the military, the idea was like I needed I wanted to know what was going on in the world. Like I had that idea that I didn't feel I constantly could not feel safe if I didn't know what was going on overseas here and over here. And so I had this mindset that I needed to watch it to be a part of the world. And and then social media happened. And then I realized, holy shit, like you really don't need to be a part of you don't need to be watching Fox or CNN or Global or CTV Canada. Again, I gave it away. Um, you don't need to be watching those things to know what's going on in the world. But the things that you are watching, I noticed a massive difference in my psyche when I just literally never turned it on again. Yeah, no, it's I saw a great, uh, great piece of artwork. And it was somebody, it was almost kind of like the poltergeist thing where it's like the little girl staring in front of the TV set, and, but it's just this thing coming out of the TV set. And it's, it's kind of like almost like slimy and smoky and all in the same, uh, same way. And uh, the words are coming out uh, toxins. Uh, and I was just like, dude, that's so oh. fucking, it, it's, it's so true though. It really is. And it's um, accurate. It, it's accurate. It's it's accurate as fuck, and it's and it's scary as fuck at the same time. But you know, here we are. 
we'll survive it one way or the other. Um, but uh, it's definitely some super sus uh, period yeah. in our life right now. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird time. The whole thing, the whole, the way everything's being handled is a weird thing. And yeah. what I find fascinating is talking to Americans because there is a drastic difference as to how their your governments are handling it, handling it, and how we are just not. And um, it, <laughs> it, we, we're really in this is this odd dynamic. Like this morning, I caught something and um, in Canada, like they had stopped the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Uh, that happened today as well. Yeah. Yeah, people just like straight up dying. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Like, why am I? <laughs> why is this shock and awe to anybody that is taking it? The thing was developed in 18 months. Yeah. What do yeah. you? Yeah. No, it, you and it, it, it blows me away. Is like people are so hot to jump the gun. They're like, oh, yeah. give me the vax, give me the vax, give me the vax. It's just like, dude, I, I wouldn't even take a first gen cell phone. Like, I, <laughs> there's gonna be so many fucking bugs. There's going to be so many mistakes and errors, like chill, yeah. like, and the fact that uh, what, and, and again, I come, I actually come from an education background. Uh, yes, I was we'll in education. That. Yeah. I was, so I was in education for 10 plus years. Uh, and it's very interesting to now see the psych, this, the psychological damage that's happening to children during this, where they're fucking scared to leave their own homes. They have to. They got to make sure that they're wearing a mask and they've got to be 10 feet away from that person. And it's just, dude, you're, and, and nobody wants to, uh, to talk about that. It's a really, really, really big problem that's happening right now. Uh, it, it's, and nobody's talking about it because I found this very interesting. It's all uh, isolation, stay inside, vaccines, everything's going to be fine versus why don't you build up your fucking immune system, stay active, go outside, go sweat, get your heart beat, heart, heart rate up. Uh, that's how you're going to stay healthy. You know, there's nothing about physical activity or nutrition going on right now. It's isolation. Suicide rate is just through the oh, fucking true. roof right now. Uh, yeah. And and it's not like the U.S. had a problem with obesity already. So gyms are closed. All this bullshit's happening. It. For me, and I, I've gone down so many goddamn rabbit holes, but it, for me, it's just, dude, this That's is right. a, this is a control. For me, it just looks like this is a control grab. If we're weak, then we're easy to take over. That's the way I, that's the way I see it. Well, often if it walks like, talks like, acts like, it is. And yeah. there's nothing wrong yeah. with calling a duck a duck. It, if it walks mm -hmm. like a duck, it quacks like a duck, it's a fucking duck. And if you don't like that it's a duck, that's fine. You may have a difference of opinion that it's a duck. It could be a goose to you, but that's still a fucking duck. It's still got the <laughs> DNA makeup of a fucking duck, whether it's you like it duck. or not. It's a fucking duck, all right? <laughs> but really, no, think about true. it. Think about it. It's a fucking duck. And it... it Oh, it irks me because I grew up in an environment of health and wellness and fitness and mm -hmm. training and, you know, looking after myself, what I put in my body. And, and we, my husband grew up in the same environment and we, he was a professional athlete. He was very healthy, looked after himself and he, you know, he's had injury after injury. And so have I, but the difference is we've kept ourselves at a healthy weight. We've kept ourselves. We take our regular protocol of vitamins. We have a system. We're outside and and we are thriving and I've had it twice. 
So it's not going to fucking kill everybody. And nobody else in my household got it when I got it either time. It is what it is. It is a flu. Some people unfortunately have tragic situations, which that'll bring us to our next topic. Your lovely troll. My first time I've ever been trolled <laughs> online was on your fucking page. I have never been trolled before. That was a first uh, I'm so honored. I'm so honored to be a part of that. <laughs> I'm glad you are because I screenshotted that and I sent it to my husband. I was like, oh my God, somebody yeah. just sent me a DM. And he goes, what are you talking? Who sent you a DM? People yeah. DM you. I said, no, 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 no. I have a troll. And he goes, hon, that's not a good thing. And I said, no, no, no. <laughs> no it kind of is. <laughs> but it was funny. I felt yeah, bad, no. but you know, it, it, it is what it is. And, and so for our listeners, what had happened was I was on the the potty mouth um, podcast page and he had posted something spencer had posted something really funny and i will gladly repost it and to some who may listen to this like i know the listeners out there that are going to be going kelsey that's insensitive like like back off but there's no way i'm going to here it was hilarious i literally almost peed myself and yes i have a child so i actually almost peed myself <laughs> and i i sent it to so many friends and then i for the first time <laughs> I <laughs> went in the comments and made a comment and it got somebody so upset. I have never seen someone so upset. Mind you, somebody in their life had died apparently from COVID, but you know, that's not how that works. Anyway, my point is, is it's one thing to be trolled because that is a whole new level of entertainment right there, my friend. Yes. Yeah, so that was good. So I, uh, I, uh, I just, in a, it's embarrassing to say I'm 36 year old just getting to TikTok, but um, I'm having a lot of fun with these videos. And uh, I had stitched the video of some girl having an absolute mental breakdown over just, just crying hysterically. I'm sure people have seen it. It's a super viral video. She's like hanging just over the laptop. Yeah, just wear a mask. I'm so over it. Like, just wear a mask. Like, thanks. Like, dude, it was <laughs> such a cringy video. And so I stitched it and I I made it look like I was about to take a sip of a bottle of, uh, of Maker's Mark. I was like, I think you need this instead, handing it over to the camera. And it actually, dude, it crushed. It was a hilarious video. And a lot of people got a kick out of it. But this one slapdick who's oddly <laughs> into anime and, uh, and, and anime and like cosplay, uh, it was just fucking super weird. And of course, it's one of those guys. Uh, yeah. but, uh, you know, he was like, oh yeah, everyone needs a mask, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but do they? And then that's what started the wild <laughs> It fire. just went off. And I was, and, and to be honest, like, um, I've, I don't typically engage in those things ever. Cause I know it's just somebody in a basement who just hates their fucking life. And the only way exactly. that they feel better about themselves is bringing people down to their fucking shit life of a swamp. Yeah. Um, and but I, you know, it was my potty mouth account. And I'm like, fuck it. And he presses good press at this point. Uh, and so exactly. I, I engaged and I in God's honest truth, I actually did want to like, like, let's have an educated discussion. You yeah, know, like, it started off I'm like, what way. about all? Yeah, and I'm like, what about all these like states that are opening up and they're full capacity, no mask anymore or very limited mask use. Everybody's open. Everyone's doing their own thing and their numbers are going down. Like, what's that about? And that yeah. just fucking blew the doors wide open. And and then you hopped in and he goes for I a personal attack. Myself. Oh my God, it was so good. And then I'm like, oh, really, dude? Like, and, and then I pissed off even more. I'm like, ah, personal attack. Like, 
first sign of you losing a debate is when you go straight for the jugular. I know. It's so good. It's so good. But yeah, that was a good I one. I loved and, it. And you said you sent me the screenshot, and it's funny you said you sent it to me, and then I and you know you get that request when someone that you've never messaged before or maybe not even follow or yes. it's usually when somebody no one messaged you messages you uh it's a request so i click on it and it's him i don't read it no okay? I, I i didn't read it but i go back to read it and it's gone he deleted his message you have to, me. to screenshot that because you knew i he know wasn't... <sighs> i know no, I rookie, know. Move. rookie move it was it was Damn something it. like so the first line said uh, just know that you're going to kill someone's grand. And I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be grandma. Uh, and that was all I could see. So, mm, okay. Well, it, yeah, times. I mean, cause you, you in California, I mean, you're sorry if I gave that away, but you're, you're on the West coast here. And so yep. you guys were shut do you wanna, down. You, you want to give out my address and my, uh, my I can do book? that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can do that. We'll get that at the end of the show. Just remind. <laughs> okay, cool. Wrap, wrap it up um, when we talk about Instagram handles. It's with the social. Yeah, Instagram handles, social insurance, yeah, direct <laughs> address, direct phone number. There's a few things we can give away. Um, but you were, Perfect. you're you're on the West Coast and you're in a state yep. that was locked down. Oh, yeah. Like, like violent. Well, under uh, under, uh, under uh, the amazing Gavin uh, Newsom. Yeah. Who hopefully will be recalled here shortly. He's a piece so, of shit. He's terrible. When when they say recall, what does that mean? Can you explain that? Do you... So, yeah. so here <laughs> in <know>? America, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but no. So pretty much, when someone's just really, really bad at their job, uh, okay. and they're just not doing what they're supposed to be doing, and it's pretty clear that they're they've got some other motive other than to help the actual fine citizens of uh, whatever state uh, they're or or city in some in some cases uh are assigned to do so um when they just suck at everything uh and you get a you pretty much have to get a petition and we needed uh 100 or I'm sorry, 100 we needed 1.5 million signatures and we got almost 2 million signatures uh oh. for Gavin Newsom yeah uh yeah so uh things aren't looking good so what will happen will what will happen um, and again, this is my first time ever being in, in a, uh, in a, me actually emotionally and physically engaged, uh, into a, in a recall, uh, and there'll be another vote and hopefully I've got my, I, there's this young black dude, his name's major Williams. Uh, he's out here, he's in here in Southern California. Uh, the dude is dialed, love yeah. the guy, uh, everything he talks about. He's anti-vax, anti-mask, wants to open the state up, wants to get rid of state income tax. He, he's like, he's super into 2A. Um, there's actually a video clip of him at uh, uh, tactical, uh, some ta some super popular tactical um, really? uh, course. Him just, just blasting tart. Dude, it's, <laughs> great. Bop, bop, bop. it's great. Dude, it's great. It's great. It's great. Like he's, he's the dude I want to bring in. Like, dude, let's crush some beers and like talk some shit. Yeah. You know, like that's the type of guy you that it seems like. Uh, well, I, I want to really, really bad. I think it's a little too close to the recall because it's going to happen here pretty soon. But I did shoot him a message and I'm sure he's getting tons of messages. Uh, but I did shoot him like, hey, dude, I got a podcast. I would love for you to come in and, and shoot the shit. But That's one of those amazing. things that it just probably got buried. Uh, at least I'm, I'm going to tell myself that anyway. 
you never know. You never know. It could just be on the back burner. He's like, you know what? As soon as I get in, doing yeah. it, doing potty yeah, mouth, I'm, I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to drink. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drink on camera and uh, and sh- and shoot your shot. You know. So um, anyway, I'm a big big supporter of that guy. Again, super young, uh, minority, just knows his shit. I love it, dude. I'm, I'm super into it. Um, and hopefully that happens. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But uh, Gavin Newsom, you can see anytime he does any kind of public hearing, you can just see his butthole just going, just, <laughs> just wrenching tighter. He knows, he knows his, his end is close. Um, his demise oh. is inevitable. He knows it. And, and it's just every time they do anything public, you can just see like the desperation in his face. It's he knows it's happening. What happens to him afterwards then? He gets recalled and then what? He's just out. They send him off. So apparently they just send him off to an island and you never hear him ever again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. (laughs) That's how Australia became a thing. Is Yeah. They just send all (laughs) of the sketchy people to the island and say, fend for yourselves and then create and procreate and then send all of those people back to Canada to live in Whistler. (laughs) But no, for real though, you can fact check me. I'm pretty sure Australia started as where they sent yeah. prisoners and shit like that. No, okay, it did. Right? No, it did. Yeah. No, you're take that you're history teacher. Accurate. Take that. Yeah. Yeah. See, you did graduate. You didn't fake your way through. Did. You didn't just beard yeah. your way through. You yeah. learned. No. Funny story about the beard. Uh, I actually, so for the longest time ever, always tried it. And then it gets to that awkward phase. You're like, no, 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 no. I got to do it. I just got to, you know, I got to shave. And I do have bald spots here, like I've got, but I have a friend again with a massive, glorious Zeus-like beard. And he was like, bro, you just need to let it grow and just just fight through the awkward phase and let it go. (laughs) I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go for it. Um, I'm going to look like, I'm going to look homeless for a little while. And then sure shit started to fill in throughout. And here we are, you know, Mm. I get mistaken like Bradley Cooper from, uh, uh, what's the movie? Uh, stars. American uh, Sniper? No, not that one. That one too. But um, uh, the oh, stars with movie. Lady uh, Gaga. With the, there it is. I know uh, the stars born. There it is. There you go. There you go. Dude, two God, people I'm on a podcast sh- with CTE and ADD is going to be the worst <laughs> idea ever. I know it's the best. I love right. it so much. It makes gotta, me so happy. Yeah, I got to reload. Hold on. Oh, man. Okay. So while Spencer's reloading here with his Jack Daniels odd drink beer thing he's got Mm -hmm. going, I want to know how you afford the drinking habit with the podcast. How do you afford Uh, all that alcohol? Jesus. Right off, baby. It's a write off. (laughs) Ah, tax write offs. I'm sure your wife is loving that. You you finish a podcast and then you come in just reeking like alcohol. Oh, yeah. And she hands you the baby. What's going to be good about this is that so Tuesdays I'm rolling solo. I've got zero support on on Tuesdays, so uh, this is perfect. I've been with uh, Homeboy for a long time. My little son, four months old, uh, and uh, now I'm just like, and this is yours, and I'm going to the garage. <laughs> Peace. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. All the goos um, and the gauze. You're done with them for the but, day. Yes, yes. But uh, yes, it is an expensive habit, but it's a fun habit. So I mean, you don't really think about it when it's fun, yeah, right? You just, yeah, you just don't. It just is. It's one of those things you just do. It's, so I want to I want to ask you a few questions. It is. Yeah, I want to ask you a couple of things. When at what point did you go? Hey, I 
want to go to university, sink all of my savings, <laughs> work for pennies, potentially be shot in the face by a little shithead at your school and go, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to be a teacher. Uh, so, okay. So yeah, it didn't really play out exactly like that, but, um, I actually, in my hearts of hearts, I was a coach. So I was a baseball coach. I played through college, played one year of semi-professional. Don't try to look me up. You won't find me. We're looking you up. We're going to look you up. I played a half a season as in a position I never, so I was a first baseman, left-handed. That's pretty much the only place you can play. It's first base, pitcher, and outfield. Um, and I was first base my entire career. Uh, and there's a saying in baseball, if you're, if you're left-handed and a heart and you got a heartbeat, you can go on the mound. They'll find a, they'll find a place for you on the mound. So, uh, cause left-handed pitching is rare. Um, and so I decided to half-ass my way through in a semi-professional season, uh, as a left-handed pitcher. And I threw like three innings, walked like four, struck out one. It was terrible. It was terrible stat line. But again, my heart wasn't in it. I was over baseball. I my uh, my heart needed to talk to my mind uh, and get on the same page. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So I was, but baseball has been in my blood through and through forever. And so um, I was like, well, I'm going to coach. Okay, cool. How much do coaches make? Oh, absolute dog shit money. Okay, great. So uh, <laughs> let's figure out a way to do that and something else. And then okay. you know, obviously, you 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 know, think back, you're like, well, fucking PE teacher. Okay. I'll be a PE teacher. So, uh, went to the university, got, uh, got my degree in kinesiology, uh, and physical education, minored in physical education. Uh, and then, uh, so I did all my time at like private school. So depending on what private school oh, you go to, they white privilege they my white ass right privilege. now. Again, oh, that's something we missed. No, pause. That Okay, (laughs) let me explain why that just came up. Because the first take that we tried to do, he, I sent Spencer a photo today of me pre-gaming at the golf course. And then he promptly (laughs) said, what? I should say, you at the golf golf course is the most white privileged thing I've ever heard. True. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I'm just calling you out too. It's fine. I just want everyone to know I'm not the, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, Okay. No, I appreciate it. But, um, the reason why I went to a private school is because I didn't want to continue my education. So once, and this is so fucking stupid that they do out here in the States, but you can, I have a degree in kinesiology with a minor in physical education. Yet after that, I have to then go get a teacher's credential that is in physical. It's just like so stupid. It's just a money grab. It's just another piece of paper that doesn't mean any fucking thing. I taught for 10 plus years. Like, I'm fine. Like, I know my way around without a teacher's credential. So anyway, uh, so in public schools, that's why I bring it up. Because public schools, it's you can't even sniff the door unless you have a teacher's credential at a public school. So. Really? The next best thing okay. is private school. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the whole okay. thought process. Uh, plus, out here, LA, LAUSD is a complete fucking shitstorm. So it was a pretty easily, or it was a pretty easy decision on my part. It's like I don't want to have anything to do with that, so I'll just go to a private school. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, so did that. Um, then I can't remember where I left off in this story, but uh, I think um, you know I was there for the last school I was at was about six years. I was the athletic director. I was a physical education teacher. I was the football coach. Um, again, 
I got into teaching because I wanted to coach and actually have a living. Um, because coach, if anybody knows about anything with coaching, if you're coaching at school, it's all stipend work. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. okay, we're going to pay you two grand for this season. Cool. Like you're balling for like two months, you know, <laughs> and then, yeah, now what? <laughs> you're like, now what? And so, uh, so anyway, and, and growing up as a coach and I started very young, like I, I started still in my twenties. And so, uh, I, there was a, a school I coached at and I literally would just take any coaching gig they gave me. So it's like, yeah, you're, you're making, I, I ended up making like 45 grand, but a, a year, but it was like, oh, oh, you're coaching girls, sixth grade basketball, high school <laughs> baseball, like remedial basketball. Like it was, <laughs> it was, can it was you all actually over the teach? Place. Can you actually teach grade six girls how to play basketball? Or is that just like, no, a... no, you, it's so funny you use that as the example. No, absolutely not. That was the worst, that was the worst uh, experience <laughs> of my entire life. Uh, and after that year, I was like, I'm never coaching another girl sport ever in my entire life. Uh, because it was it, yes. And because it was at the age where you're like trying to go over a drill and basketball is definitely not my thing, but I'm going to use this as an excuse. Uh, you'd be like trying to go over a drill and you know, you're, you're trying to share courts and the boys are on the other side of the court and the girls are like peeping over their shoulder. Like, Oh, did you see like. Darren and I was like, get the come on. You know, and so I just the hormones. after that season, yeah. After that, I was like, nah, I'm good here. We're we're good here. Um, and just honestly, being completely honest, when you work at a private school, there is a lot of silver spoon, a lot of helicopters, a lot of a lot of bullshit that you just don't want you, you get you get so over. Cause it's just the same shit over and over and over again. Uh, just getting beaten down with, um, you know, why is my kid doing this? Why is he saying that? And, um, you know, it, it, it especially in private schools where, you know, obviously families are coming with, I'd say 90% of the families are coming to you with a lot of money. Um, and it's, it's almost like my kid's broken, make him better. You know, and it's just, you know, and you try to, you, but then once you tell them why they're fucking up uh, or, you know, what the actual issue is, they don't want to hear it. You know, they just want to throw money at it. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. Um, there's a lot of kids and I, I'm talking a lot of shit, but there are a lot of kids that I'll always remember for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. where you, you're coaching them and you're like, dude, keep doing you like, honestly, just, yeah. Fuck everybody else. Keep doing you. You're going to be a badass human being one day. Um, and there's probably a handful of those kids that, um, you know, I, I'll reach. Now they're older. So, like, now I, can, I like, reach out to them on social media. So I, I was going to say, how old are these kids? No, 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 no. No, I honestly, like, one just followed me the other day. He was one of my favorite students of all time. Really? And he, just got, he just got an Instagram. And he followed me. Yes. I'm like, dude, what's up? You know? Oh, no. It was cool. It was cool. It was cool. He's going to start listening but, to your podcast and you're going to get a call from his parents and go, so this is what you were really like. And, and that's fine. Cause I don't work there anymore. So you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I yeah, that's, that. I so I was in education forever. Uh, again, you, as, as you could probably tell, my heart wasn't in it for like last two years, but I mean, w another reason why I was going there is, uh, or I wasn't having a great time as I was doing uh, two hours commuting two hours, one way every day. 
uh, Monday through Friday. And it's just, dude, that takes years off your life uh, where you're just staring at brake lights and you're driving 70 miles one way. Uh, and I'm in a truck so that you know, I'm spending like 500 bucks a week on gas. Uh, oh and God. you know, it's just, you know, it's just accumulation of things. And, um, there was like three people I actually enjoyed working with everybody else was just dickheads. So, um, so yeah, so, uh, COVID hit, um, and I got, of course, you know, I was not to toot my own horn. I was probably one of the, the, one of the only employees that actually brought something to the table. Cause I started the entire athletic department and physical education program from square one, there was nothing in place before I came in and created everything. Uh, that's my only, that's the only time I'll give myself props for pretty much anything. I started an entire athletic program by from zero. Uh, but, but then of course I'm the first one off the chopping, the chopping block. So, uh, they cut me yeah. super, super fast. And then after that, I was like, well, uh, you know, uh, I've got a family, uh, I've got a house, I've got a mortgage, I've got bills. Like, what am I going to fucking do? And I've always had this, this social media thing going on. Uh, I've always super been into photography and content creation. Uh, and I was like, well, all right, let's fucking go full send. And the, and the podcast had just started with COVID hit. Um, and then I started, I started my own clothing brand, Send Butter. It's a fun, like patriotic and like retro, so good. retro vibe. Uh, and that's going great. And, uh, you know, I just decided like, okay, if, if anything's going to happen right now, if I want to do anything with my life that I actually want to do, it's going to be fucking now, you know, this is, this is the, and I, and I talk and I, I don't mean it to come off as I'm talking shit, but it's like, if you didn't come out of this with like a new skill or like a new passion or like something new in your life, that's like promoting positivity or making you happy, like you fucked up, you know, like most people came out of it with like second set of thighs. Mm. Yes. True. Don't get me wrong. I gained, I gained a little weight too, just because I was sipping on brewskis, but, uh, and sitting in the pool, but I mean, dude, I, I'm just so happy that happened, you know, and I'm able to do some really awesome things. I now I do social media, I do social media marketing, um, with two really, really great agencies. Uh, I run social media accounts for a bunch of great companies. Um, I take photography, I create content for awesome companies and brands. Uh, and then I get to work on my own shit. I get to, on, you know, on Saturdays and Sundays, I get to come in here with my boys and shoot the shit and bring in cool people and, and, and podcasts. And then I get to create apparel and, and do stuff that I'm like, dude, that's going to be a fucking kick-ass idea. Do it. And we just do it. And it's a lot of fun. And I'm just having, honestly, I'm having the time of my life. I'm 36 years old. I'm having the time of my fucking life. So. Uh, cheers That's, to COVID. There you go. Cheers to <laughs> COVID, buddy. Mm-hmm. COVID's been interesting for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. Obviously, I, I I tend to agree with you and lean towards the direction that you're going where you feel like if you're, if you're not coming out of this with some positive aspect, like I totally like, that's the thing I try to reiterate. And I say this with love and I do have, you know, not a completely dark black ruined soul that like most things, but <laughs> I do say it with love. I I'm sorry for those that have had a serious struggle, uh, during this time. I'm sorry for those that have had people die, but here's the thing I'm not sorry for. I'm not sorry for being 
a different type of person where when they say you're, you're going to have to shut down all of your retailers instead of just rolling over and taking it. I'm sorry. I'm not one of those people. I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry that I didn't sit there and whine about it. I'm sorry that I pivoted faster than you and did this and that. I think there is so much positivity that can come out of this, but we all are being force fed to think that has been nothing but negative. And I, and I, and I refuse to agree with that. I think that is so far from the truth the people that took the time to either pivot or do what you did, where they rethought their whole lives. Like you went to school for so long. And that's what mm -hmm. my, I try to explain to my listeners. It's like, when you do university, if you do kinesiology, that's a four year program right off the bat, you're already four years in debt at a minimum of like what, 40 grand. Oh yeah. Your, yeah. It's expensive, right? Uh, well, well, so what's crazy is that and talking again, like you dedicate your entire life for this, you know, this skill or craft. I got my degree in kinesiology and then I got a master's on top of that. So I could be an oh, athletic okay. director. So I uh, dude, so much fucking money, so much fucking money. And, and then, cause I'm like, all right, well, you know, this is what you're going to do forever, you know, and yeah. until you retire, cause that's just, this is what you want to do. That was what I wanted to do when I was super passionate about X, Y, Z. I'm older now. I've, I've things change. And, and, that, and that's something that yeah. people don't talk about. Like you can, you can be balls deep into something and then shit, I'm, I'm not super into that anymore. Like that's, that doesn't drive me anymore. Mm -hmm. This does. And I feel like there's a weird stigma with that, uh, where you, especially when you're older in life, where you're just like, Oh no, like you can't do that. When, when you were 23, you said you wanted to do this. So this is what you do. Why? Why can't I pivot? Why can't I go do something else? And, and it's, I feel like it's maybe I'm talking out of my ass, but I feel like there is no. a weird stigma with that. No, there is. There is. There is a very odd thing. And I, and I would tend to agree. Uh, when you leave college, when, sorry, when you leave high school, you go into university, you go into college. Or if you're like me, who's not smart enough. By the way, I have to, to stop to you. The, the way you say sorry and the fact that you say Oh. university is hilarious to me from the states why it's so funny continue we don't call it university we call it college what but there's two they're, they're, they're different it's true but you just say college you don't say like hey but it's not where, where you go no dude for us we just say you you would never hear an american be like i'm going to the university you would I'm never going hear to university not the university i'm going to university unless you say i'm going to like Texas A&M University, you, you would never say that. <laughs> and your, and your sorry is amazing. I say sorry to everything. Cause that's my life. I live in that perpetual. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Cause I either say <laughs> something or do something at all times. That is kind of offline or offside. People are like, what yep. would you say? I'm like, I just, I'm sorry. I just, I don't need to repeat it. I'm just, I'm sorry. <laughs> They're like, okay, cool. So it wasn't great. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm sure yeah. it wasn't. No. Probably wasn't good, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's just leave it there. I won't repeat. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's the, the thing with you with going to college. It's different here. So I was not intelligent enough to get into university uh, grades wise. I had to go to college. So here's the difference. <laughs> here's the difference. No, I'm serious. So I, we, you, they, the society asks us to leave high school at the age of 17 or 18, depending on when you're born, and then they say. 
pick what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Get yourself so far in debt that you won't be able to climb out if you want to do any type of profession that's worth its salt. So if you want a master's, you want to do doctorates, you want to do those types of things, you're in debt the rest of your life. If you think that you're not going to be, you're out of your fucking mind. So I went to a college, which was a two-year program. Guess how many months I lasted? Oh man, I'm going to say two. Almost three. I'm really proud of it. <laughs> nice. Almost three. Yeah. So I went, I went to college and I hated every second of it. I it was devastating to my soul. It was exhausting mentally to try to be in a system that just didn't fit me. And I did not fit in it. I was one of those kids that like had to be literally, and I can't believe I'm even saying this on like anything. I failed already grade nine math three times so much so that I had counselors and tutors and I still could not pass because I was an athlete. They quietly pushed me through. Yeah. 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 Athlete. Right. So then I, I, I did go the to, same thing. I was in like remedial right? this. I was in yes. dumbass that they're like, dude, but you're the captain of the team. So you need to go over there. Like you need yes. to like stop acting like you belong on the short bus and you need yeah. to make sure you got at least a 2.0. Yeah, I get you. Exactly. It's like, it's like, you don't, you don't have to act like you belong on the short bus. We all know you belong there. You just don't need to <laughs> yeah. act like it. Just get stop, your shit together. stop telling everybody you're all, you belong on it. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I did that game and I understand and I can appreciate where you're coming from in that conversation of we get put into these little boxes. We go to college or university and we waste this, what we think is going to be the rest of our life on these programs. And at most, at least I can count on like both hands. I know enough people who said they went for a program, never used it, never like they got a, you know, even a master's, they've gotten everything up to master's. And then they're like, you know, I just, I think I'm going to be I think I'm going to be a photographer. And I'm like, you yeah. love photography? Fucking go for it. Good, like, great. Yeah. Does that make you happy? Does that make you want to wake up in the morning? Yes. Does doing what you're doing make you want to wake up in the morning before? No. Okay. Well, to me, that feels like a common sense answer. There is no need to look at it any further than that. But because we raise our kids in a society or a type of society that states we need to be doing X, Y, and Z, you need this much schooling. Well, what do you mean you don't want to go to university after high school? Well, what are you going to do with your life? It's like, well, what if I want to be an engineer. It's like, well, you have to go to university. Okay. Well, what if I want to be a welder? Okay. That's a different conversation. Now you're talking about trades. Okay. Well now people in trades get looked down on because they don't have a four-year degree in a university. So I'm sitting over here going to my mom. Who's like, what are you going to do with your life? You left at 17, you're in college and I don't know what you're going to do. I said, well, I fucking joined the military. So that's what I'm going to do. And then you get people like my brother, who's two years younger Kid had a head injury when he was younger, split his skull from end to end, had to wear a hockey helmet for two years. And he came out being this five foot 11, like 200 pound beast of a dude, plays football, crushes it, plays rugby, crushes it, tries to do anything school related. No chance. Just can't. It's not in his repertoire. The short term memory is just not. And so he gets out of school goes, does his trades training. The kid is making stupid money. He's a red seal welder. He's a, uh, you know, those guys in the city with those massive ass cranes, just swinging thing above everybody's lives. Yeah. Like they're playing 
God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's doing that. Couldn't get accepted to university, but can just carry and crush anybody at any point that he chooses. Yeah. And he's making six figures. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I was going to, while you were talking, I was going to say like, and I'm glad you brought that up. It's like the trade school. Like there's this weird fucking stigma about trade school. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you didn't go on the traditional path of going to a university or a college and getting your four-year degree and getting a master and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. No, but guess what? You can go to a trade and go make two times, three times the amount of money all those other people are making and you don't have any of the debt. Yeah. Weird, yeah. weird how that works. I, I think know, I think people God need to forbid. wake up to that. Yeah, my dad, uh, so again, uh, I just had, four months ago, I had a son, my first firstborn, uh, and my dad said he's going to set up like a little a little college fund for him. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So I'm like, or maybe just a house, <laughs> you know, maybe like a down like payment for a house. A down payment cool. on a property. Yeah. yeah, like, okay, like put the money in, but if it doesn't go to college, don't be pissed because I'm exactly if he does, if, if, and you can tell like straight out, like, is my kid going to be a brainiac? Is he, is he going to get one of those professions where, yeah, he, he needs those two, three degrees or whatever, or that's different. Is he though, good? He needs it. Is it, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or like great example. Uh, my brother, my brother, one of my brother-in-laws, um, and I didn't know him then, but in high school, uh, Apparently, school is very, very, very challenging. But, and he went to the army, got a trade, Don't works on. <laughs> but he works on helicopters. If you put, if yeah. you pop the hood on a helicopter, you'd be like, "What the fuck am I looking at? Like, I don't yeah. know anything. You know, like I might as well be like reading Chinese backwards. I don't fucking yeah. know." Uh, but his brain, for whatever reason. And his hands, like, he just, he knows. Like, that's the Mm -hmm. way his shit works. Me, not so much. Unfortunately, my hands don't work like that, nor does my brain work in the classroom. So all I had was just, like, this weird creative, uh, and it's it's funny now because I'm so much older, but, um, and my mom, rest in peace, she, uh, when I was really, really young, she was like, dude, you're really creative, but I was really good at baseball. So, like, the creative Mm -hmm. stuff just got, pushed to the wayside but now that i'm older like all this creativity is coming up and i'm like oh shit that's what she was talking about so mm-hmm. that's where i am now it's interesting because when your mom says like that was your creative side and she saw it so early on it's it's fascinating yeah. to see what happens to someone when they foster one type of personality over another when there's two that are kind of yeah. competing with each other it's it's interesting to me that you decided to go the baseball route and it almost seems like that was a better route for you because i don't know that you would have been able to do that in your 30s and older you would have needed to go yeah. through you know like i feel like your age would have caught up with you so it's for i'm sure. glad to hear that you did the baseball first if anything because then it, you didn't Maybe there wasn't that, oh, I wonder if I could have, or I wonder if I would have, what would have happened. It's mm-hmm. like, you knew it happened. You you did it. And now you get yeah. to live the rest of your life in that creative space that your mom yes. always knew was a part of you. And she saw that in you. And that's special, yeah. I think. Uh, well, speaking of sports, um, you and I share a passion as well with rugby. Yes. And so uh, when, I w- when I retired from baseball, went back to school to finish up my degrees that I'm using so much now. Uh, and I was, uh, able to start, uh, 
playing rugby at the university I went to. Um, and I told you the story when we were yep. doing our like free show notes and our, our show notes, <laughs> a show notes. As, we, as we go completely off, off the hip. Uh, but I had a buddy, uh, we were in the same degree. So we saw a lot of each other and, uh, he sat next to me, like, right, you know, two minutes before, uh, class started and I look over and I do a double take on him and the dude's got a shiner, like a moon on his face and <laughs> he can like barely open his eye. I'm like, bro, what the fuck happened? Like, who are we going to go beat up later? Like what, what, like, who are we jumping later? Serious. And he goes, no, like, I'm, he's like, no, dude. Uh, rugby i was like what it's like yeah dude i i jumped in like a rec league rugby i'm like son of a bitch i'm in tell me where i'm in tell me how do i get one of those on my face yeah yeah i want that one Uh, but which is funny is because going again going back to my childhood playing baseball uh, they tried a a couple different sports we tried golf we tried tennis uh i just wasn't just wasn't into it baseball my friends were (laughs) baseball uh, and my friends were doing it at the time they tried it and I was like, Oh, you're actually really fucking good at this. Mind you, I had no idea what I'm fucking doing as a little kid, but like, dude, you got like really like raw talent playing baseball, but mentality wise football always called me, but my parents were like, fuck that noise. Um, I think I told you like every male in my family going back to like my mom's dad's dad, like they all had crazy football injuries just lifelong injuries because of football uh, and so football was never on the table always wanted to play it I remember in high school the football coach saw me and like was literally trying to bribe my mom in the car to yep. try to get him to come in, come out on pads uh, and so like that never happened but my mentality and just the way um, just the way I was wired like I just I'm, I want to fucking lay somebody out um, <laughs> I finally got that opportunity in rugby and I was like, ah, finally, like finally get to live this out. You know, and and again, it was like a year and a half and then I graduated. Uh, but it was, it was fun to actually live it out where I'm like, ha, nobody can fucking tell me what to do. I'm a grown ass man now. Uh, which is also funny because I, again, played semi-pro left college coached, and then went back to college. So I was a little bit older than most. Uh, and so my, no. uh, my, my nickname, my nickname on the team was Papa Bear, which I love dearly. Oh. I love it. Yeah. I love it. How much, how much older were you than the, uh, children were that were on your team? Uh, uh, no, they, um, probably like four or five years. Okay. That's not bad. That's not like yeah. weird. Crazy. But when you're in your twenties, when you're in your twenties, it's, it, it yeah. feels way like it feels way larger. I feel like that age gap when you're in your twenties, like when you say, Oh, I'm 21 and Oh, I'm 29. Like those are drastically yeah. different. Or, people. or like, or like I'm 21 and I'm 26. Like even with that, it feels way oh. like you're, you're closer to 30 than you are 20, dude. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's odd because I remember, like, my God, Army 18, deployed 19, done in the military by 22. Yeah, I mean, when you think about that, like, when I think about being 22, when I think about myself as 22, I am, boy, when you see the 22-year-olds now, it, it makes me vomit in my mouth. Oh, dude, uh, not a... 
uh, speaking in a in a guy's perspective, I see a lot of these Gen Zs and uh, dude, it's um, it's just plagued with weakness, dude. There, I see like all these girls going goo goo gaga for these oh, these soft. these guys, and you look at him, you're like, dude, you are softer than baby shit. There's no, you're not yeah. a protector, dude. Like you're not protecting anything. You're not providing anybody. Like yeah, okay, no. you got a fucking six pack, but you know your way around a gunfight or a fist fight or anything like that? Will you be able to protect your family down the road? Fuck no. Hell no. No. You just look no. You just look good. You can look at all you want, but if you don't know how to, like, oh, I just, I, I see it. And, and you know what's really funny is I, um, I was on Instagram and uh, I started following this really great guy. I'm actually having him on the podcast this week. His name is Ray Cash. He's a Navy SEAL. He runs these programs where it's like a 75-hour program. And these men go... And it is about, you know, you know, improvising and overadopting and overcoming, but it's that, it's that mindset of like the similar buds training where you, they beat the fucking shit out of you. They drown yeah. your ass in the ocean and they make no, you I've suck. Heard of this. Yeah. I've yeah. Heard of this. yeah. Yeah. So he's coming on to talk about it because I well, said to him, I, I was like, I'm really, really glad that you decided to put him on after me. So I'm so glad your listeners are hearing me first. And then you bring somebody who actually brings something to the table, like a Navy SEAL. Please, <laughs> please don't you worry about my lineup. My people trust anybody I put on this show. Trust me. You are just, All you right. are in, 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 in well-liked company here. Don't you dare right, ever do. There's a, there's <laughs> something I learned in January. I'm from some of these guys. And one of the, one of the sayings to me that they, they said was, uh, watch how you speak about yourself. Oh yeah. That's good. What? What you say, what you say is what your brain believes. And so if you say that you don't belong in that realm of people, you won't belong in that realm of people. But my friend, you do. Sure. I'll tell you that right now. Sure. Cheers. I appreciate in, you're that. In, you're in welcome company. No, it's true. It's true. So I, I think if you were to look at you coming out, you know, so when was the last, what was the last time you played rugby? Like how old were you? Oh man. Um, my body already hurts thinking about it. <laughs> I know, right? Can you feel the aches and you got to roll the shoulders it. out? You're I like, can oh. feel, I can, like immediately when my you claws. said that, my, my left hamstring <laughs> tightened up. Um, oh man, uh, I was probably, I was probably like 28. I was probably 28. So that's actually now that I think older. about it, the, 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 that's what I'm saying. Papa bear. Let's go. Um, oh man. I'm telling you, I was quite a bit older. Now that I think about it, I was quite a bit older. I was, tw- I was, I was probably like 20, 27, 28. So I'm 36 now. So, I mean, math is hard, but that was, that was a while ago. Hey, math is hard for nobody but me. You sound like you'll yeah. be just fine with your math oh, skills. Oh, fuck, dude. Oh, good God. Oh, I know. It's one of the I, math. Math is a very useful, useful thing in this world. But to me, it is signifies the devil. Uh, but don't you like how every math teacher is like, you got to know this shit because it's not like you're going to walk around with a calculator in your pocket. Do you right? know how many times <laughs> I had nightmares walking into an exam or like then you had to have like the certain calculator. Remember they used to buy, make you buy that the like expensive the, ass the, calculator? Uh, uh, it was called like the Texas or the T. You, yeah, 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 yes, yeah. yes, that thing, and it and it you was could, like, like super expensive. You could like on it and everything. Yes, yeah. yes. I didn't know how, but I knew you could because they showed same, me. Same. No fucking clue. Exactly, but I remember like what I remember having nightmares, being like, you know, like they would. <laughs> they, I can't believe I've been saying this. They would give me like a piece of paper with like the multiplication <laughs> tables on it. 
Oh because I don't God. because I don't know how to multiply to save my life. I literally yeah. see numbers. If it's not an even number and it's not, and as long as it's not over five, like I'll be alright. But if you give me like a 12 times 62 or something, I get 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 error, error. <laughs> And then my brain, I hear like a little voice it does in my brain. Not go, compute. You just fritz, yeah, start fritzing yeah. out. It does, it does. And I just lie there. And then all of a sudden, what'll happen is you'll see it. My my cheeks will get red. Then my eyes will get big, then they'll just get a little bit bigger, and then I'll just sit there. And then I freeze. Like, like there, like something yeah. in my brain just went, I can't, I can't. So I remember that. But <laughs> that is something I want to find my math teachers. I want to walk up to them and go, Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me right now? And then I'm holding up an iPhone, a fucking iWatch, whatever other piece of tech I can have on me that shows me or does math for me, and just be like, this yeah. is this this you pieces of shits because you guys yeah. couldn't think ahead of your time yeah 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 or, or you just grab you grab your phone and be like hey uh what's 72 times 98 and someone's yeah, gonna answer Siri? yeah oh god i really hope yeah. she doesn't answer me right now when I said the reason i literally I didn't that. say that name is because i thought she was gonna plug in during the podcast <laughs> oh my god no i have so i have i have all of that shit turned off because i mm. I hate anything. Obviously, we know everything listens. We're not stupid. But yes. that, like, please, please tell me you don't have one of those Alexas in your home. Uh, no, we do not. No. Okay. I thought we were almost not friends for a moment there. No, no. I, I'm not going to get one of those. Fuck that. Fuck that, dude. No way. You're inviting them in. You're inviting them in. You have written your own, like, search warrant. And you're like, yeah. I put and, and also paid like $300 for it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, what, that. that's what's so entertaining to me. I love watching yeah. people talk about this nowadays when it comes to security and technology and the adaptations people are using it for and how it's being, you know, cloaked or done. Things are happening here that, you know, if you click on this and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And the most fascinating thing I'm seeing come out now is, is Facebook with all of the new ads and how, you know, the restrictions and you have to say yes to everything. And I'm always curious to see what's going to happen down the road with the algorithms, because I don't know if you know, because you've had military on your podcast, you've had military. Uh, it's so funny. It's like, we not only do have we had tons of military, oh, I, I think what like Red Truck, Uncana, uh, yeah, dude, all all three of our sponsors are all veteran owned, or or they donate to military. So, do you find, and maybe this is just my company, and maybe this is just my podcast, and every other military person I know. But do you find uh, an issue with your analytics at all when you're taught when you're when you're looking at your podcast, or do you see anything that's kind of looks a little funky because you say the word veteran, or you say the word military, or you say the word army? Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's so funny because yeah. again, I work I work heavily in social media, uh, and so you got to like beware of like certain hashtags and shit like that, uh, which is really odd. And and this is kind of the only example I have, but hashtag. Uh, Western, this is random, but hashtag Western is a banned hashtag. Western. Western. I don't know why. There's no, obviously no explanation out there, uh, but okay. hashtag Western is out. I don't know why. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting to me because if, 
anybody's in Canada is listening to this, I, I already know what you're saying. There's Western University who has a hashtag called West hashtag Western. Like this is not, yeah. they like have a medical school. Like they're a good school. That's weird. That's an odd one. I have never heard that one before. Yeah. Really? Uh, but with that said, uh, there are tons of hashtags that, yeah, like are literally like you're red flagging yourself because Instagram yeah. and Facebook are just like, nope, that that's too close to the right or whatever mm -hmm. it is, you know, it, it, that aligns with, you know, right ideology. So it, it's just, it's terrible. But yeah, you're right. If you hashtag certain things, it's just flag, 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 and your engagement mm -hmm. just plummets. It's terrible. Yeah, that's so that's what happened to us. You were talking about that, you know, and, and we so we said, let's rebrand. Let's take the word veteran out of it. Let's try to focus on what we do and not who we help. And there is a drastic difference because anytime you slap the word, we had a call with someone on Facebook. They said, if you put the word veteran in any of your ads, they will not be approved. So how the actual fuck can you tell me that so when I'm trying up. to help a veteran or a veteran organization, or I am a veteran who's trying to just better my life and start something different after you sent me to a shithole and then gave me no life skills after to deal anything with at all. And then the one thing I'm using for advertisement that everybody in this world is using for advertisement right now. And the only thing that is effective, if you put the word veteran in it, you were going to block me. They straight up delete our products. They, they'll flag them. They'll stop them from being sold. They'll say, we can't have them. Or you'll see this thing. At one point, we thought we were shadow banned because there was we weren't, but there was something funky going on where we would get this and I'll show it to you. It's really interesting. I would be on our Instagram one day and we would have, you know, we would have our podcast being at like 21,000.6. And then I would go on our page. There'd be 30,000 followers. But then when my neighbor looked on our page, they would only see 21.6. So I would screenshot it and show it. It would say 29.9 or 30,000. Like it would clock that. But only myself and everyone else who had the login to our account would clock that. So I'm like, what is Stupid. actually happening here? Because we use these tools to guide and change and hopefully allow communication in our world. But then we also give such power to it. And there was a, there's a great documentary on Netflix, actually. Uh, my husband and I watched it. Was it last night or the night before? It's called Code Bias, I believe, is what the name is. Okay. And it, it, it talks about the, the six massive companies that are developing AI right now. And they are the ones that are the forefront of AI. And they're the ones that are, you know, dumping the algorithms and the codes. And there was this incredible um, programmer who found a bias in facial recognition software and skin color differences. So, oh, here we go. <laughs> oh yeah. Ready for this? This fucking rocked a bunch of stuff. Amazon. It even pissed Amazon so much, like pissed them off so much. They even took an article out in the New York times to uh, debate her research. What it was, was I, I, uh, IBM, Amazon, Facebook, uh, and a couple of the other, other ones. Um, who else was she talking about? There's a few other ones. The computer would not recognize her face unless she put a white mask on. Yeah. So it went wow. into legislation. Yeah. There was legislation that was being passed in the United States and she caught a hold of it. And what I thought was really interesting was they were trying to talk about how you want things to change in the world. You want to better the world. We're teaching these AI systems to do this incredible stuff, but yet we're teaching them the same biases as humans. 
And so the only ones they found it effective on were 96% white male. And so they were using this in Europe, in England, to, they would set up these vans and then they would have these people walk by, like just people walking by and they were counter surveillance and they were facial recognition software vans and they would literally see somebody and it would read their face and it would, they would, you would see these plane goes officers go out and search them. There's a 14 year old African-American boy that got searched. It was bawling his eyes out. They go, sorry, it was a misidentification. They had like 86% yeah. accuracy on black males. It was horrific because of her. They just changed all legislation in the United States where there's no facial recognition allowed because of one person, because the code is so detrimental to the growth of what our society is the algorithms that are like literally controlling our elections well your election system i don't know i don't really think <laughs> facebook gives a shit about us in our elections i don't think facebook registers you think, you think the u.s gives a shit about our dude our this election was the most shit storm of an election you could ever imagine you don't think that we don't notice living above the crowd, like we're the we live above the crowd. So, so you know we notice. It's funny. <laughs> well put. Uh, no, it's true because I do have quite a few friends in Canada, and it's like, dude, it was it was like a bunch of uh, memes where they're like, "Hey, Canada here, how you guys doing down there? <laughs> yeah, y'all right? You guys hanging in okay? Like, is it as?" bad as it looks or worse <laughs> like that's what it really came down to because um, it looks terrifying yeah no and it, it is pretty bad i'm not gonna lie it is pretty fucking terrible out here like uh what worries me now is because i feel like the corruption and the collusion that you're seeing right now it's pretty for me and maybe for you i don't know it, it, for mm -hmm. you for people who are not even involved and they look down and they can see wow that's suspect. Yeah, yeah. But there's people here <laughs> yeah. still. There's people here in the state still who are just so blind to it. That's yeah. more alarming to me because you're too fucking stupid to figure out that. Oh yeah, hey, CNN uh, and Fox and uh, the government—they're all—they're telling the truth. All they want to do is help us out. Bullshit. Bullshit, especially with the two A shit that's going on right now. You know what when the that? when the when the government says you don't need guns is the exact moment you need fucking guns. Okay. Well, I it's I know if you they're look trying back. to ban a bunch of shit, and and, and here's okay. here's the biggest uh, the biggest argument that they've got. They don't want your hunting rifle. They want they want the AR, dude. There's been more people who have died this From year. From putting shit up their ass, than <laughs> from a fucking AR in the last five years. Yeah, but for some reason they're so bent on this fucking mean black gun. You know what? I think they're racist because they're it's mean and black. That's why I think they're trying to ban the AR. I just put well, that together right now. You you did it. You did it. Look at that. It took what two Jack Daniels and you figured <laughs> the fucking world's problems out. Two and a half. Don't you oh, dare shit. Me there. Well, how am I supposed to see you're not in a clear container? You need I'm to do sorry. what I do. Oh, and just have container. mason jar level shit around you <laughs> oh, all the time. Yeah. Is that that's, moon, how I that's, drink. that's moonshine, right? Straight, 
moonshine neat right there? Oh yeah, this is straight moonshine. This is this is not water. <laughs> I only drink moonshine. This is my daily my daily drinker. That's drink where the abs all- show because I'm so dehydrated all the time. Oh, that's where the abs that's, come yeah, in. yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it is. No, I'm, I'm wearing this outfit I got from one of my one of my retailers, and I'm like, it is pajamas. <laughs> buying every color that exists. I want it all. Oh, so many. I actually do have uh from so she is like the the mothership of moonshine. Mm. I actually have and I still dude, it's been like a year. I have some in a fucking mason jar sent from Tennessee. I haven't tasted it yet. Dude, when Save you it. come, when you come over for the pod, Save it. Breaking out moonshine. All right. It's gonna be bad because you know what's gonna happen. We're gonna finish. We'll just the have pod. a sip. We'll just have a sip or like nine. That's all it's gonna take. <laughs> it's six, nine. Kelsey's on the floor, and that's how we end the podcast with her. So yeah. Kelsey came all the way to California. She had a great time. She took a sip. <laughs> she and a had a sip of moonshine, moonshine and she died. Can't but anyway, <laughs> she died. It's fine. This is the only episode where we've had someone die. It's so yeah. fine. It's yeah. one in a hundred. It's not that a big will be deal. great publicity for us so let's oh make it God. happen i'm down for that i've never tried moonshine um i haven't either i drank a shit ton of everclear which i hear is pretty much the da- same oh. damn thing <laughs> yeah everclear no, it, is the like, it takes off fucking paint if you drink anything that takes <laughs> off fucking paint, <laughs> paint you're a fucking psychopath so yeah what drink coke drink? uh no like sodas yeah no, hell no. I was going to say, that shit it. takes paint off and like rest. Yeah, you know that, right? True. Yeah. Did you see, I saw this video of somebody pouring a monster energy drink into, uh-huh. uh, into a, uh, like a boiling, boiling pot of water. Uh, and then it just turned into black sludge. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff's great for you. You should definitely ingest yeah. it on a regular basis or you, you should, should do, do what my buddy does. You should know what my buddies do. I mean, shout out to Jesse Phillips and uh, Tim K at the veteran podcast. Those guys down Red Bull, they don't drink water. Like when I say they don't drink water, I mean, like I get regular messages on like a weekly basis from them talking so much shit to me because I drink water a lot. Like they're like (laughs) stopping a pussy drink Red Bull. I'm like, I don't need to die. What are you talking about? I need my heart to beat at a regular pace and not sporadic every once in a while and kick off like like drink fucking water. So I. I don't, I don't get it. I think uh, you're torturing your insides when you drink Everclear. I think moonshine can't be any better. Oh, you can, can literally go blind from it. Yeah. So how does that work? Because, <laughs> so how, how does that work? Because aren't there people that just like. Kelsey's just like, I don't want to come anymore. <laughs> oh no, I, I want to come even more now, but I want to know how it works. I, I don't know. know. Is it like, I don't know. I don't know I how that you works. were a teacher. I, I again, PE teacher. We're oh, not, we're not to... the same. We're not the we're same. Not we're not the same. same people. No, we're not. We're not. Although I just want to give a shout out to all the teachers. Most of them drink like fucking Marines. And that's a oh, true yeah. fucking story. I've seen, well, I've seen, I do it my fucking self, but anytime <laughs> I get together with my core group, which again was like four people, uh, Anytime you're like, hey, you guys want to do happy hour? 
sure, let's do happy hour. Dude, we would be stumbling out of that motherfucker every time we did a happy hour. But I, there are other videos out there where there's a, there's a great TikTok video where this chick is a bartender and she's like, um, she pretty much went down every like, you know, like she did maybe like four different professions and like what you order and like how you drink or whatever it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was so good. It was so good. And she, when, when she got the teachers, it's like, you guys just get really fucking trashed. That's all you do. <laughs> That's all you do. It doesn't you, matter you, on you what. You drink a shit ton. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. So, and very accurate and very accurate. I was going to say, I feel like there's, there's something to that. I don't know if it's just dealing with other people's kids and like it is. shit it, parenting it, job they do. Well, it's, it's, it's a lot of different things. You're getting paid nothing, but no, yet you're in literally charge. You're in charge of like the future. And then <laughs> you're dealing with, you're, you're dealing with, you know, silver spoons. You're dealing with helicopter parents. Yeah. You're dealing with probably pretty unsupportive admin. It's just a slew of different things where you're like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, where you're like ready to jump off a cliff and you're like, Hey, want to go to happy hour? Yeah, that sounds like a better idea. I'll just fucking slug 15 beers instead. So, that um, works. yeah, it, it does work. It does work. God, but yeah, it, that's, that's the reason why, honestly, it's like you get paid nothing yet. You yeah. deal with so much shit all the time. Especially at the private school pension level. is shit. Well, yeah, private schools. I mean, we've got some. We've yeah, got a you don't get, and that's the thing with private schools. It's a it's a plus and minus because private schools can make their own wages. So, like, meaning, like, mm-hmm. you know, when you when you come in in a public school, you're coming in at fifty five thousand, and then every year you move up a couple percentages. You know, uh, private, you gotta, and which is super annoying, you have to come in and literally prove your worth every single year to try to get a raise. <laughs> it's it's, I don't, it's I shitty. Don't. But it's like, but at the same time, you're like, if you're going to rehire me every year, wh- then why, why would I deserve a raise? You know, like, give me a 2% raise every year. If you're rehiring me, that means I'm good enough to stay or stick around. Well, so, I yeah, mean, it, it's, it's probably, a shit show. It is a shit show. The, the, I was going to say it's probably something to do with the beard, but if that's a new addition, then, you know, I don't know what the excuse was, but I do know that the private schools from the very little information I've dealt with, with some of the kids that go to some kids in my cul-de-sac go to private school. And it's an interesting concept to see private school mixed with public school, because when you say 55,000, 55,000, that in Canada, 40, just under 40 grand is considered like the poverty line. Oh, fuck, dude. So like, for example, for example, when I was medically released from the military at the ripe old age of barely 22, they lock your pension away until you're 55. So I can't access the thing I earned until I'm 55. Okay. Unless, and here is the kicker. Unless I make less than 40 grand a year, which is considered poverty level. Interesting. How the actual fuck are teachers only being paid a base minimum of $55,000 a year? That to me is fucking bananas. Like I got I got one that's going to fucking grind your gears oh, right now. So Oh, gears are bad. Uh, my third, I want to say it's my third teaching job. Um I'm there from 8 to 6 every day because I was teaching. Oh my god. Full schedule. And then I'd have to stick around for after school festivities. 
eight to six. I was making 36,000 a year. How are you surviving? <laughs> How were you alive? How did that even support your drinking habit? Dude, didn't. It's bad, it man. 30, 30, 36, dude. 36,000 a year working full time in Southern California of all places. Where I have so many questions. How did you, where did you, where did you even live? How did you uh, afford I, fuel? I, I was staying in a piece of shit hotel, hotel, uh, home in, um, where was I? I was like, I was right smack in the middle of just the shitty area in LA, um, with a psychopath roommate. Um, thankfully Dana, my wife, my now wife and I, uh, met shortly after that. and. 11 months later, we moved in together and we found a place in Orange County. But um, yeah, 36,000 a year, just living off of fucking peanuts, dude. Peanuts. Terrible. My heart, but my heart, but I genuinely appreciate that. But everyone needs to go through those moments where you do really appreciate. where you are now. Cause right now, which is funny, like, and again, I'm not, again, I'm not a big bragger, but like, I'm, I'm making Bragging more money up, than right? ever. I, I'm making more money right now doing my own thing mm-hmm. than I ever did working full time for somebody else. And if that's a message for anybody else where they're just stuck in a place where, you know, they, they feel like they want to leave. They've got a, they've got an idea of something they think that can take off and they want to go do, but they're scared to just do it. Just fucking do it, dude. Just fucking send it and go for it. Fucking send butter. Send butter. And just go and make it happen. That's right. Figure it out on the way. And you'll take some lumps. You'll take some scrapes. You'll get up. You'll dust yourself off and you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. So what was your wife's opinion when you were like, listen, I've, uh, I want to move in with you. I, uh, I'm in love with you. I've, I'm willing to take on all the debt you've accumulated. I'm, (laughs) I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing to deal with your OCD and your, and your trauma brain injuries. But, um, you know, I make way more than you. So she, she was just willing to stick it out. You, you wanted to change professions and she, and she stuck it with you and she's like, all right, go for it. Yeah, she's she's a great woman, and she knows that, and and she knew that my heart wasn't in education anymore. Yeah. Uh, and she'd always, and she'd be the first one to say it. So this isn't me throwing her under the bus or anything, but uh, she always dick. was. Uh, I know, such a dick. Uh, but <laughs> what a misogynist was, piece of shit talking <laughs> shit about his wife. Fucking white privilege shit, you fucking toxic <laughs> male. Um, no, but <laughs> she was always sus she was always sus about social media and like because uh, obviously there's there's some dark dark places in social media um, ah. and there's a lot of a lot of a lot of sleuths and skeezers and all that kind of stuff but um yes. once i i showed her i'm like dude like there's there's something to this i'm telling you mm-hmm. and she's like okay like we'll just do it part-time you know whatever um, but then when COVID hit, I didn't have a choice. I'm like, babe, I'm going full, full sending on yeah. this. And you just got to trust me. And she's like, yeah. all right, make it happen. And 
you know, uh, and again, not like this is the fucking relationship show or anything or relationship advice show. But I mean, if you can, if you have a partner that is willing to just trust you through really fucking thick times, uh, or mm-hmm. I should say thin times, um, you know, that's worth its weight in gold right there, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's not a, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. And I don't think anything that you're saying uh, is, is wrong here. We, we're not a relationship show. We are uh, talk about very raw, real shit. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with talking about if you aren't with the right partner and they're not supporting you in something that you feel is what makes you happy every day. Like, I understand that. I think that there's value in, in saying that to people, like being able to find that person. And I think that's okay to talk about that and to actually have feelings. And I've, I've had this conversation with many of my friends that happen to be straight up ex killers and they are the hardest nut to crack. But once you do crack that, the shit that pours out of them, like, Oh my yeah. God, you're such a bitch. Shut up. No, but seriously, so it is. It's so true. But I think there's a ton of value and that's where my, where my listeners seem to really uh, click and they resonate with, with our episodes. It's because I, I, I enjoy talking to the listeners. What are you drinking now? It's not beer. What is this? Just a water. I got one more Jack Daniels in the in the cooler, doing a little hydration session. We're gonna crack that last okay. one. You don't worry about me right now, okay? I'm so confused. I'm like, I don't know who this man is. He's got liquids coming out of every which direction here. If you're not if you're not watching the video, he's literally pulling liquid containers just straight out of his ass at this point. It's, it's magic. Oh, there's something else come out of the beard. It's yeah, ridiculous. We got, we got the glass the beer boot sign. with jerky in it. Yeah. Oh, oh, the jerky. You got to have the jerky yeah. with the stein. Yes. That's brilliant. But there's, I think there's a lot of value in just being open and raw and honest. And it's not about always having a mushy blah, 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 blah show it, but it is about letting people know that, Hey, like it's one thing to struggle on your own, but it's another thing to struggle with somebody. And if there's a common struggle or a commonality that you both can latch onto and say, Hey, look, I'm going to support you in this. I'm going to do this with you. It makes you that much more powerful and it makes that relationship that much stronger. And that, uh, it, it really, it really constructs something special there. And I, and I think that's totally fine to talk about. I mean, it, it, I would have said the same thing to you if I would have been your wife, you know, social media at that time, it, it just, it was very weird to watch the birth of social media. That's something that's different for us because I feel like the generation before us, they didn't get that. That's where you see the people who, it was more them and the generation bef- right before that was more like the birth of the news, the birth of the 24 hour mm. news cycle, the birth of like the local news. And that's where you see all these people now looking down at us going, you have to trust CNN. Why wouldn't you yeah. trust CNN yeah. and Fox News and Global and CTV? What are you talking about? I grew up on that. They would never lie to us. Then you get us who were grown up on this very different where the the news was a part of our lives it was there it was either in the background or your dad watched it at like 5 30 and or he checked the the weather on it and then we watched this birth of facebook and instagram do you remember myspace tom was oh, it tom? oh yeah hey with all the censorship censorship that's happening right now sure do miss tom right about now right it's a good it's a good man it's a good man we turned our back on him like that like I that. Just spit that all over the <laughs> fucking Tom, Tom, right? Tom just wanted us to have a good time, but no, no, <laughs> we had to jump off the train and go to Facebook. Now oh look where that God. got us. 
Oh, I remember the day my girlfriend, Lisa Golly, she's a, she's an artist. She, she, I remember she called me and she goes, Hey, I just put some fixtures on the Facebook. I want you to take a look. I said, the I don't Facebook. have, <laughs> do you remember what, like it was in 2007 yeah. or like, well, right do you remember that, that you couldn't, you couldn't have a Facebook unless you had a university email. No, so because I, was, I, I was you before were that. you. Yeah, oh, so I, you couldn't have one. I re- literally remember the day I was in Missouri playing baseball, and my girlfriend at the time, I'm like, I don't want a Facebook, whatever. She's like, No, I'm making you a Facebook because I had an EDU email. Oh, damn it! Good times. I just aged the fuck out of myself. But oh, did it. you ever? You went far. You went like social network times three well, that's, in well, public. Well, and that's the thing, like. When Facebook started, you could not get in unless you were in college. It's crazy. Yeah. And I kind of wish it stayed that way. <laughs> Probably a good I, idea. The, you know, Facebook to me, it, <clears throat> God, it brings out something in people that I just it's terrible. don't think. It's terrible. We, it's so bad. We never, we, the people who designed this, I really like, I am not anywhere intelligent enough to have this conversation, but I, I, don't think they realize what they unleashed on the world. And now it's so too late. But mm-hmm. at the same time, there's a flip side where it's like, can you imagine life without Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter? I can't even remember. But we lived in that era where that we didn't did. exist for a very long time. But yeah, no, it's so hard to think about not updating your status or posting a posting picture. A photo. Or, yeah, you know, like it's, that seems like such a long time ago, but really, it really wasn't that long ago. No, it if you think wasn't. About it. Yeah, which it is crazy. Like, I, I, I remember, and, and I guess the reason I bring it up is because, you know, a lot of what I talk about on our show, it, you know, depending on the person, depending on the topic, it always gets woven in somewhere. And, and so I was glad when you kind of brought up your wife and that honesty with that, because there's something to that mental health aspect of being a partner in something. And I think that's, like I said, it's important to have those conversations. I really do. Um, and then when you, when, when you look at Facebook and you look at Instagram, and I think kind of where I was going with this was the detrimental effects to the mental health of the, our generation when it was started, but then us willingly, knowingly observing what it had done to our generation, seeing the ramifications going, holy shit, like the suicide, the depression, the, the anxiety, the not fitting in, the, the feeling left out, that FOMO feeling. And we're going, okay, this isn't yeah. right. But then we're so willing to give it to our kids at a really young age. And because yeah. oh, well, his friends, like there's a girl in our called the sack. I'm not even going to name the name. Cause well, first off, she's not going to listen to this shit, which is totally fine with me. Um, Don't give her a free shout kid, out. Fuck that. Oh bitch. no, she knows who she is. She stays right there. <laughs> um, I'm a tiny person in a terrifying package. Um, she she goes, oh well, like he had to have a cell phone. I'm like, you know, he's in like grade. Uh, was it grade three or grade four? She, yeah, all of us friends have cell phones. I'm like, do you know the words that just came out of your fucking mouth? You're the goddamn parent. What are yeah. you doing? The detrimental effects, the long term effects to children's self-esteem, their mental health, all of these things that we're looking at, depression, the suicide rate. There are kids as young as I think, and this there, I know there's younger, but the last one I personally heard of, there was an 11 year old who took his own life. An 11 year old child that is six years older than my son. 
that breaks my brain on a level I cannot, yeah. I cannot uh, verbalize. It, what I would like to see happen is some type of oversight. And I feel like the United States, they have to be the ones to do that because those are where the countries where these are started. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, it, it, and to that note, it, it is insane. And, and, but these kids, you gotta, you gotta understand, like they're exposed to so much at such a young age. I guess if you think yeah. about it because they have access to all these things. Dude, I literally remember AOL dial-up. I know. <laughs> Hang up the phone. Don't pick up. Get off. I'm trying to get on MSN. I'm, I'm trying to talk to my girlfriend that I've never met in an AOL <laughs> chat room. Like that was where the first catfish ever oh, happened. Yeah. Yeah. Ever happened. Like before catfish was catfish, like that's yeah. where it happened was AOL chat rooms. Yeah. Uh, but I, I remember that shit. But but again, that was just like a slight blip into our upbringing. Now it's just everywhere. You grow up and you have a phone in your hand and you have a Instagram password. You've got an Instagram handle. Uh, you're seven and you have one of those. Like it's it's bonkers, right? But that so again, I have, I have a four month old. Um, He's not going to, he's not going to see those things until he's ready for it. I don't think there's any merit in giving your child or any child or any kid, uh, something like that, just because everybody else has one. If your kid's not ready for it, you need to make them ready for it. You need to go Mm -hmm. over like, again, like these are the things you need to look at. There's fucking creepers out there. Like when they do this. So many creeps, but yet Instagram will let all these porn bots happen. Uh, mm-hmm. But then they'll mm-hmm. take down, or or then they'll ban hashtag veteran. Yeah, yeah, but that's okay the because fe- they're yeah. like, you know what? They're not doing anything. They're not affecting anybody. They're not actually touching kids. They're just luring kids. It's no yeah. big deal. Yeah, no, and and and, and apparently that's where a lot of that shit happens. All that child trafficking bullshit. All that fucking child porn bullshit, it all yep. starts in those fucking well, little porn bots where kids don't. And again, parents. They don't know any better. Well, they'll fucking turn. It's, it's, that's the thing. They don't know any better. They don't. You're right. They don't know any better, but they don't try to know any better. They don't try to educate themselves mm-hmm. on that shit. Social media, and we were just getting into this, like social media was one thing. And then in a few years turned into everything it's Mm -hmm. everything like businesses that's that's the only like for send butter that's ours i haven't i haven't ran i haven't ran a single ad everything's organic like Mm -hmm. i built that shit from zero and not saying it's fucking anything fantastic but like it's all organic and i haven't ran anything on it it's just it just happens I, it's just crazy. It's so crazy to think how much social media or how much weight social media carries. Uh, and it's everything. And, and again, like my business, it solely is off of Instagram. Like if you go and look at our shop by analytics, it's like 90% Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like it's the power and, and, scares but the again, absolute exactly, life the power. out of me. Yeah. The power. Yeah. 
It, it does. It scares the shit out of me uh, because you do you do hear about these stories. I mean, I'm having somebody on the show this month named Alana Stott. She's Dean Stott's wife, and she works with human trafficking victims and she's a big advocate and that's what she does. And I'm, that's one of the things I want to talk to her about because I've had this conversation with a ton of people about, you know, posting photos of your children and, and those types of things. And I've gone through this weird, I remember it very vividly. And it was not that long ago. I remember I posted a picture for the first time of my son and uh, with me, but I covered his face and my in-laws and my parents and my family around me came to me and said, why did you block his face out? And I said, because I don't want, I don't want the world to see him. I don't want, I don't want him to have his face everywhere in a database on some type of platform where someone can find out who that kid is, where that kid lives and take that kid away from like, I have such innate fear of that because it happens so often. And then they, I was almost made to feel like I was doing something wrong. So I started, I, I caved and I posted, I started posting a few pictures with, of my son recently. And, you know, people are like, oh my God, he's so cute. I'm like, that's the fucking point. I'm terrified. The kid yeah. is a goddamn smoke show. He is beautiful, <laughs> golden locks and his incredible, just kick-ass attitude. My, I was going to make a comment fear. about the locks. The locks. Oh yeah. All, all that flow and that sunshine coming out, dude. Love it. Dude, love it. he, we went this week and this past week and we went somewhere in Canada and I was, I, it was the best. We, him and I went on a mommy Jack adventure and uh, we had a campfire. We stayed in the woods and it was the best time. And we did absolutely nothing but throw rocks. And it was incredible to watch the purity in my son. And for yes. once to see him not watching Paw Patrol or, you know, fucking number blocks, or I'm not yeah. even going to hate on number blocks because that my son learned his colors from number blocks straight up one day. So he started <laughs> talking. So what's this color? He goes, red mama. I'm like, what's that? Like, blue mama, primary colors. And I'm like, what is that? I didn't teach you that. But the internet taught him that. And yeah, that's my yeah. point. It's, it's, well, there's good it's and a, bad, right? There's there's great exactly. things that come out of it. And there's really, really terrible things that come out of it. And it's yeah. your job, our job as adults, quote, adults, because again, I don't identify do, I'm doing as air adult. quotes aggressively yeah, air, right now. Very aggressive Very air aggressively. Quotes. I don't yes. identify as an adult, but society tells me as a 36 year old male, I am an adult. Uh, but as the, as the older person, it's incredibly annoying, but as the older person, like it's, it's so cool to see that. So cool. It to is. See that. It is so cool to see it, but I, you know, I, I'm definitely, uh, I'm aware and I'm one of those people who it's like, uh, I feel like if, if I would have been one of your students, like my mom would have been your problem. Like I had that yeah. care and I had that lifestyle. My mom was like, you fuck with my kids and I'm coming to that school and I'm going to drag you out by your hair. Like there yeah. was so much innate fear that if you did something to myself and my brother, like my mom would show up because she would just, she would, she would straight beat your ass. Like my mom was, but, did, but did that, that, and it sounds like did that fuck with your psyche. You know what? It was weird. At first it did because it was like, come on, mom. And then it was like, you would hear, I was treated better all of a sudden. The teachers weren't mm. going to fuck with me or just like little things. They're like, Kathy's coming in. 
Like Kathy will show up at this school. Kathy never <laughs> missed a rugby game. Kathy never missed a soccer game. Kathy never missed a football game. Kathy was fucking right there. And she would have watched your ass. If you looked at me the wrong way, she'd be like, why are you talking to her that way? What does she do to deserve that? Like you didn't your want mom my mom would have been so God, We would never. She would have sucked we would never, Yes, that would have been terrible. But it, terrible. It, 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 you know what, it, it helped a lot in the sense of the, of the bullying. And that's an, that, you know, that's another thing as a teacher, I'm always, I'm always interested when I talk to people because there's different types of teachers, there's teachers like you, and then there's teachers like some of the people I know. And then there it's like terrifying to think that they're teaching kids. They're yeah. so self-absorbed into what they think. And they absolutely hate their jobs. They hate them so wholeheartedly hate the kids. They hate what they do. They hate the time that they're spending there. And I, I think there's a ton of value with having teachers like you. Um, it makes me sad that you couldn't continue to do something that you loved. And it sounds like you gave so much to the school in not just emotionally, but just your, your time away from your family, your, your willingness to work super hard, even if you were teaching, you know, grade six-year-olds grade six kids, how to play basketball. And it was the most useless waste of time of life. But you, you, it sounded like you gave it your all. And I think that's the difference between teachers like you and teachers that just suck fucking balls. And that's why our kids hate the school systems. It's because it's this idea that when you go to a school, you're meant to sit in a classroom for eight, for eight hours. And it does not help or it does not give any sort of benefit to children that are creative and only creative and who only develop a different type of way. Um, your, I think your, your opinion on the school systems right now holds a lot of water, if anything, because you were in it for so long and you were in it in America. And it's shocking that you weren't shot in the face by like one of your own kids. <laughs> well, you say that, and I do appreciate those kind of words, but my ideology and my personality and the way I go about business is not viewed very well. Um, especially private. I'm hard. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hard nosed. Uh, I believe in hard work and no fucking complaining. Um, and when you go to a private school in Southern California, they don't, they don't value things like that, you know, and some of them do. Some of, and again, I still talk to some of the parents. Uh, and again, I haven't been in mm -hmm. that school for a year. Uh, and I still talk to some of the parents here and there. And there's like, dude, I just want to thank you for everything you've done. Like, like mm -hmm. uh, again, I started that athletic program from nowhere uh, or from nothing. And there was, I, I remember like moments away from bribing a mom to what? Get, her, get her kid to play volleyball. She had a, she had a daughter. She was forcing her to do fucking like river dancing or some shit. And she, the way, and I'd be like, oh, how is your dance fucking competition or whatever is? And she's like, I want to fucking blow my brains out, dude. It's fucking terrible. And yeah. I'm like, and, and again, she's like, oh, I'm six foot. She's almost as tall as me. And she's in sixth fucking grade. And oh. I'm like, dude, like, like you're aggressive as fuck. You've got an attitude. Let's get you in a fucking sport. Like your, yeah. your energy is being put in a direction where it's, it's doing nothing. And mom always came up with this excuse like, oh, well, we live in Costa Mesa and the games are over there. And I'm like, dude, if you want us to figure this fucking out, we'll figure it fucking out. We'll do it. Yeah. We'll figure out a system where she's carpooling with a teammate. I'll fucking drive mm -hmm. her if you want me to. Um, we'll make it happen. 
And finally, the mom fucking finally breaks. She lets her play the, her last year with all of her friends. And she fucking kills it. And she's playing club volleyball to this fucking day, yes. crushing it because she got that opportunity early on. Yeah. And, uh, and those are the moments that I think back on in my, in my coaching career. And again, like I'm not doing it anymore, but it, it, when I think back on it, I try to keep a positive outlook on the thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I think about those little snippets where those kids who never would have gotten an opportunity to do something like that, they get the opportunity, they excel, and then they just take the, literally take the ball and, and go mm-hmm. and run with it. Um, those, those were the moments for me where, and I've coached kids who were fucking playing in the pros now, but it's like, that's not, that's, those aren't the wins for me because they obviously had it. The small wins mm-hmm. for me are like the wins that are, where the kids like would have never been able to have the opportunity unless, you know, that was created for them. What do you see being the, I mean, if you could, if you could have a crystal ball here, what do you see being the way, the way to fix our school system and how we look at our children? Oh, fuck. That's so hard. I waited till you were four beers in for this. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) I like how you keep calling these beers because it's whiskey, honey, and lemonade. Uh, but we'll go with that. In a beer can. It's fucking. It doesn't matter. It's Jack Daniels. Come on. It's okay. You know what? You're for Jackson. Tell me and give me the fucking answers. Stop okay. flittling around. Give me some answers. Okay. So how do you, how do you uh, help out the school system? How are you going to fix this um, problem that we've got of these just shithead kids? Accountability. And accountability. Uh, okay. Accountability. Um, from my time spent at the schools that I was at, um, one, you've got to raise wages for teachers. You got to. That's, that's where a, a lot of, uh, that's, that's where a lot of the pent up aggression and just, well, fuck it attitude comes from. Mm-hmm. where they just get shit on. It's one thing if you get, if you're just getting fucking shit canned, but at least you're making a decent mm-hmm. wage, right? You can, you yeah. can walk out of the office and be like, all right, well, fuck it. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. You know? Yeah. We'll figure but it out. When you're getting, but when you're getting shit canned and people are telling you how terrible you are, even though it's, it's really the other person's problem and you're just trying to fix shit. You're trying to pick up the pieces. People will tell you how terrible you are, and then you go home and you're making forty five thousand a year, fifty thousand a year. That's a problem. Um, administration having a supportive administration is really, really, really important, right? Because at the core of things, when you are in education, when you're working at school, you are a part of a team. Uh, but when everything's divided um, and and you know, people are getting favoritism or people are, the problem I ran into was that um, no matter what, if the kid was in the right or was in the wrong, um, admin was always on the other side because all they see is dollars. You know, all they see is dollars. I was just going to say the parents signs. pay the money. Yeah. 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 And so that's, that's a problem. Um, and so there needs to be, a very clear cut discussion when you are enrolling your child is that, Hey, um, 
and, and again, like they, like Pete, and this is hard, a hard pill to swallow, but mm-hmm. you know, you send your kid to a private school and you're like, I want my kid to be the star. I want this kid to be everything. Um, and, and it sounds terrible, but it really would go, I feel like a long way to be like, dude, your kid ain't shit. If you decide to come to our school, we're letting you in here. And the moment that you are, you, your value decreases, meaning like the more of a problem you are, mm-hmm. you're, you're out, gone. you're out. And the problem I always saw is that these schools, especially in the private school, and again, I'm not talking public, uh, even though I'm sure they deal with a lot of similar issues, but in private, they give the parents so much power, mm-hmm. so much power. That can easily be checked if you just right out in front tell them, like, you are replaceable. And again, they know it sounds terrible, but when you <laughs> – it's almost like when you go to jail, beat someone's ass or become someone's bitch. You bitch. know, like yeah. <laughs> when someone when someone comes in, punch him in the fucking mouth and be like, guess yeah. what? Okay. Now, now that you're aware of what's going paying on. Paying attention. You, now that you're paying attention, this is how this works. Yeah. We have hired the best of the best, which you never hear any administration say. We've hired the best of the best. This is how we work. If you feel like you and your son or daughter can file in in the way we work, yeah, great. Your kid's going to get a bang up education. He's going to have a great experience. Uh, and then we're going to then propel him into the next phase of life. Um, you don't hear any of that. You don't hear any of that. So I would say the three things you need to do boost salary for teachers. So they actually feel like they're living for something, mm-hmm. um, get some accountability. So when somebody fucks up, it's actually their fault. Their, their fault. Their fault. Um, it's all the same thing. It's all the same. Right. Uh, uh and, and the other thing I said, <laughs> Just accountability is the biggest thing I think that I would take away from that is, is is holding. And so when you're, when you're talking about working within these school systems, what is it like for you, for your mental health wise? Like what do they do anything for you? I mean, you're doing these literally four hour commutes a day. What was that like for you? What is that like now coming out of that, being out of that fog and seeing what it was for and seeing it for what it was like, what is that like for you now? Uh, There was no flexibility. There was so much so many things getting forced upon you. Um, again, like, you know, I would be mm-hmm. going there. Oh man, dude, talk about playing Russian roulette by yourself. Um, oh. you were, so I'd go there Monday through Friday and they were like, Hey, uh, there's a, uh, uh, you know, no kids on campus, but you guys have to report to uh, campus on Saturday. <laughs> so yeah, dude, that would happen. For what? for you know in teacher development yeah what would you even do dude i was never pay attention i would never, i was felt like i was back in school and i just the resentment i had sitting there mm-hmm. and this this slapdick of an of an administration just telling me like this is the program we're running and it's, <laughs> it's gonna be so great and everyone's looking at themselves just like 
if you shoot me, I'll shoot you right after, you know, like it's like, it, like for sure. Like, like no question. Like take asked. us out. Yeah. Like if you want to put the gun here, like I'll stand yeah. like right here and like hope, hopefully like the bullet passes through. It was just it was suicidal more. shit. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. And, and it didn't bring any worth. Uh, the, and, and again, the best time we ever had. Uh, and people probably could have probably walked away with multiple DUIs, but they put me in charge. They put me in charge one day or one time they put me in charge for a, uh, uh, a faculty on campus faculty meeting. Oh dear. And I sat down and, I'm, and again, I, the filter, the most I filter like I have just... right now is my beard. I don't have, I don't have much of a filter. So I even went to, to my boss. I was like, dude, these these meetings are terrible like people hate it and they're like mm-hmm. yeah well it's just things we have to I'm like i get that we have to like meet on campus and like we have to do these things who says we can't make it fun right mm-hmm. let's make it fun i created it took me like a week and we had a oh, large God. campus i created an obstacle course for everybody <laughs> Like I'm talking like archery, you had to like shoot your bow. You had what? Like, like you had to like like you had to put together a puzzle. Like everyone was in teams. Like we had like 17 teams of like five or something. Like all the employees were in it. And then afterwards, it was open bar, dude. Everyone was fucking what? raging, and it was like the greatest time oh. ever. Like Monday came around, people were like, dude, I'm fucking still hungover. It was the greatest <laughs> thing ever. And I love that. It was so much fun. Everyone had fun. Like it was bonding. Like when you put people together like that, all they want, the real idea behind it is bonding. Like you want to become mm-hmm. a team. Camaraderie. And the best way to do it, camaraderie, exactly. Like that's how shit gets done. When you look to your right and your left, forward, behind, when you look around, you're like, you're cool, you're cool. You're like, I'm, I'm confident that everyone around me is ready to go we didn't have that except for that one time where I was like, okay, everyone's in teams. You got to put this shit yeah. together and then we're going to pound beers afterwards. And it's going to be great. And sure as shit, it was literally, and people still talk about it, like, that was like literally the best like teacher development day uh, ever. It was awesome. Did you get fired uh, right after that development day <laughs> or was it like a week later when you went back? A couple weeks, couple weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds, I mean, it sounds accurate. It sounds about right. Just getting all of the teachers drunk, still hung over on a Monday. Yeah. It, Dude, I mean, it was it great. Right. But I will say it was really funny to see like people hit certain uh, obstacles and the excuses would come out so oh, yeah. fast. I, I can't. I just so can't. fast. Oh, my shoulder. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Fucking figure it out. And, and like, that's the kind of shit that drives me crazy. It's just like, dude, if your life fucking depended on this, would you be yeah. like, oh, my fucking shoulder. I get can't lift my body yeah. weight. My, my chiropractor says that I have a pinched here. No, yeah. you fucking get it done. You're you soft. get it done. And You're that, soft. and that so soft. And that was the greatest thing. And I hope that when my son gets older, he gravitates towards like team sports because there's so many great things that come out of team sports. Um, and don't get me wrong. There's great things about solo sports too, where it's like, dude, 
you don't, you can't look around. It's on you. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, exactly. Like I, 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 I see the benefit of in both for sure. But at the end of the day, I feel like team sports, it's just, there's just something about it where you're able to understand how to work with other people and figure shit out like in a good manner. I think that's like a, a very, very underutilized skill these days. Yeah. I can't say that I, uh, I definitely thrived on team but then again you you serve though so you had to yeah but it's different i mean it's different when you're running an artillery gun because it's i mean i was artillery so i shot an m777 it's a 155 millimeter howitzer shoots up to 40 kilometers whatever the fuck you guys in the states call those miles kilometers what the fuck is that Get on the rest of the world's <laughs> train here. Jesus Christ. We only convert so how to one many, country. How many feet? I don't know. It's not like kilometers. 20. It's not like 26 miles or something fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my, my point is I used to do that. And when you're on that type of team, though, it's a different dynamic. For me, it was very much like I was the only woman. It was it was very just odd, odd dynamic in general. And Solid so flex. When it came Solid to, flex. You're the only woman. We get it. Okay. okay. I'm proud of that. Those rounds Hell weighed yeah, more than you me. Should be. <laughs> they weighed, they weighed 105 foot flat. Oh, do you want me to stand up you, right now? I'll still be in the frame. You are... Ready? <laughs> that make your day? Everyone who's listening, Dude, I just stood up and barely size. moved. Holy shit. Yeah, but the rounds weighed more than me. And so when I would be shooting and doing those types of things, the when you sh- when you work on an artillery gun, it takes five to seven people to run that beautiful beast. And it is like, it's it's like art. It's like music. It's like you get into a flow. There isn't this idea of like, hey, fuck face, let's go. We got to go do this thing. It's like you get a fire mission. You run to the guns. Everybody knows what position they're going to. Everybody stands there ready. And it's still a team thing, but it's very much individualized in the sense it's like, okay, you know that you are in charge of this. It's like the flow needs to happen for you to be able to hit your marks and do those things. But I always saw different parts of the military to to be more personalized. So it's like an individualized. So there is, you're on a team aspect, you're with a unit, you're with all of that, but you're still being judged individually, very much individually and how you function, how you work and the way that you overcome and adapt. So with with that, we, you know, there were so many different things. I was fortunate to be deployed with another female officer. She wasn't on the guns, but she was a tiny little thing and she's fantastic. But the, it's not the same. It's not like being on a soccer team or a rugby team or a football team. It's not, they're there. We're all a part of it. We're all part of the greater good. So when it's your time to party, it's your time. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're pulling the lanyard that day. Well, you're fucking making the thing go boom. That's a, I like doing that. That make, that's a, that's a powerful moment there. She's a powerful beer, beer moment. Pong, beer pong would be a great analogy. You're a yeah. part of the team, but when yeah. it's your shot, your moment, it's your fucking time. So I thrive on like individual sports. I always have, that's just kind of my deal. I did, like, like I said, when I played rugby and stuff, similar thing, but a little, it's a little different, but, but, and I that's why I said, when my son gets older, I hope he gra- gravitates. Right. So mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. could be, he could be a solo guy, you know, he's like, dude, he could be, or he's like a great swimmer or he's a great tennis mm-hmm. player or whatever, but you like, could still be on it, a team with swimming. Totally, you could still be on totally. a team with a lot of same different thing, things. Same thing. Exactly. Exactly. But when it's your time to shine, you can't it's, blame it on anybody else. So again, yeah, exactly. I believe there's, there is merit in both, 
both areas for sure. Um, my uh, my so parents tried a couple different sports and it just didn't like baseball was just the one. And I and I like being able to rely on others, but I also like the idea of people relying on me as well. It's, it's a, a nice feeling to have know. others relied. No, I agree. It's a, it's a nice feeling to have. I feel like if you're brought up right and you're taught how to be a little bit harder and how to fend for yourself and do those things, when somebody turns around and is relying on you, it doesn't feel like a burden. It feels like an honor. It feels like yes, I am yes. trusted enough to handle this shit and I will now mm. take it from here. Yes. Yeah. 100%. So, I, I, I appreciate your view on that. I want to switch gears a little bit into send butter and into your uh, potty mouth podcast. And I want to know, I want to know how we came up with the idea of potty mouth podcast. I feel like our listeners will know by now, but I also want to know send butter. <laughs> okay. So let's start with potty mouth. Um, my buddy, Paul Salgado, uh, he actually uh, Navy vet and uh, he and I live for, again, really Instagram again, could be great. Could be bad. Uh, he and I met through Instagram and he happened to live actually pretty close by. And, uh, we started hanging out and I was like, dude, you want to fucking start a podcast together? <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, and we did it and it's been awesome. And the name potty mouth, uh, I can't, I, I've got to take credit for it. I, I, I came up with it. I was like potty mouth, but we'll fe- spell it like pod P O D D Y like as in podcast. So potty mouth. Um, and that's been great. We're just over a year. It's, it's been amazing. Got some cool sponsors, a lot of, uh, a lot of loyal listeners. It's, it's, it's been really, really cool. And again, like that's typically my day, you know, like we're doing this on a Tuesday, but like, that's usually my day. We the boys come over, turn the cameras on, turn the mics on, and let's talk some shit, have some laughs, drink some beers, and like that was, you know, that's it. That's that's what we bring to the table, and it's been so much fun, so much fun. And your podcast enough, is funny as hell. Thank you, and, and oddly enough, people actually actually listen, which is so odd to me. But uh, and again, we're just two dudes who are talking about you know current events and whatever, and. Uh, and sports and drinking beers and eating weird shit and you know we're just we just do it just to have have a good time it's uh it's been a lot of fun it's been a lot of fun that's fantastic because doesn't that tell you something though that like society is craving just normal regular everyday conversation so desperately that they're willing to listen to people like you and i yeah and (laughs) and they need they need a laugh right they need a laugh because everything's so goddamn depressing these days Um, and there's, there's almost so much you can take, right. There's only so much you can take. Uh, Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, you get a couple slapsticks together and, you know, have a good time and have a laugh. And, but the one thing I will say, if, if your listeners decide to listen to us, you should probably have something that that you should probably have something to drink hanging around because that's the number one thing we get from feedback is, well, yeah. Um, this is great for my, cause our podcasts are long, just like these, you know, it's usually mm-hmm. around two hours. Uh, and <laughs> they're like, yeah, it's great. But you know, I'm listening to you on my morning commute and I want to drink and it's nine o'clock in the morning, you know, so. <laughs> like they just drink buddy. Just give it a good just drink. Just fill it up. Just drink just coffee cup. Come on. Pour it in a coffee cup. Don't exactly. Like this is your first rodeo. That's uh, right. But yeah, yeah. But that, that's been great. But then, yeah. So, uh, send butter, um, 
I do have a silent partner in it who just, it's not like a financial thing. He's just doesn't want to, I'm, I'm essentially yep. the face of it. And he's the guy who, uh, it's, it's nice. He's Shopify savvy and he's savvy with Illustrator. So he, so I come Brilliant. up with the, the grand idea and then I just vomit it out. And then he's like, okay. And then we work from there. This is what you really meant. Yes, Ta-da. exactly. Exactly. Uh, and so, yeah, we started Send Butter and, and the way that happened was, uh, so I'm, I'm really big into archery and bow hunting. And, uh, one day, this is years ago, one day I would shoot, uh, you know, I'd shoot a couple arrows and you call it a good group, right? You know, with, you know, shooting does, you got a good group. And so I'd shoot an, shoot a, you know, four or five arrows and it'd be a nice tight group. And uh, I go, oh, those are some buttery biscuits right there. Those are some buttery Ooh, biscuits right there. I like it. Because, uh, I mean, because when you think about buttery, buttery biscuits, come on. Like, yeah. there ain't a bad thought in your mind when you think about buttery Oh, there's biscuits. some bad thoughts in my mind, but it's not about <laughs> the food, sweetheart. Uh, <laughs> well played. But um, uh, there's a joke would, in everything, honey. I, I, dude, I, I'm into it. I'm into it. But. Uh, I would say, oh, buttery biscuits, and then it's, and then it morphed into, oh, those are that's buttery, uh, and then it more, and then and then slowly we were like, uh, like, dude, how can we like capitalize on this? Like, people love the buttery thing. I've been doing it for years. People tag me, mm-hmm. hashtag butter, like all this kind of stuff. Um, how can we do this? And then we came up with a bunch of different names, and then one day, it was actually one night, I just randomly texted my guy. And I was like, dude, send butter. Just send it. Send butter. <laughs> send the butter. And he's like, and he just goes, done. Like it's done. We're in. That's it. And we just started from there. And and we had the idea already of like this retro 90s, mm-hmm. 80s vibe. Definitely some 2A thrown in there, some patriotic shit thrown in there. Um, and that's how it all started. And, and again, we've been, We've been live since shit, September, so mm-hmm. you know, not long, not long, but people love it. People love it, and we've we've grown so much, and it's been so much fun. And again, like being able to create stuff and watch people be like, "Dude, that's so dope! I'm gonna buy it!" Like that's that's right, awesome to me. And I'm sure you're in the same boat as well. Yeah, it's a special feeling. It's an odd feeling, but it is definitely nice when people resonate with your products. It takes time. And I mean, and sometimes people never, ever get there. Sometimes people get there overnight. It is just the, you know, it depends on the game. Did you undo your pants? Uh, yeah, I did. I was trying to be low key on that. Dude, my bladder, my bladder is about to explode. My That's bladder so... is about to explode. Do you need yeah. to go to the bathroom? Do I need to hit pause? Uh, yeah, can we do that? You go to the bathroom. I'm going to talk about him. I'm going to talk about you. For, okay. I'm going to talk about Spencer. Spencer oh. goes to the bathroom. Okay. Go, go, right. go. Do it. Do it. it. Okay. So I'm, it. Oh, I'm so I'm seeing a Canadian flag. I'm going to tell everybody what my, my view is right now. So I'm personally looking at the don't tread on me potty mouth podcast background. And the great thing that I just realized right now was this guy, this guy that has been making fun of me, this Spencer who has been making fun of me and my sweet Canadian accent this whole time has had a Canadian flag directly behind him. 
I am in awe right now of this so much so that while he is going pee, because I just witnessed a grown man on a podcast, try to slowly and conspicuously undo his pants. Like he has eaten too much, but really all he had was too many jacks. Check this out, people. I'm going to take a picture of this. He's hiding the Canadian flag. I don't even know what I'm going to say to him when he comes back. I feel like we're going to have a different conversation after this, mister. But Spencer, this is um, this guy. I, I want everyone to know who's listening. This guy's podcast, the Potty Mouth podcast is legitimately hilarious. I, I have added it to my uh, regular listening schedule. And I found if I'm looking to have a, a moment where I want to just go for a walk by myself and I want some good laughs and I want to feel light and airy after the conversation and choose not to drink during, during listening, I, I really enjoy it. It lightens the day. It lightens the mood. Um, I won't lie. His, his brand send butter is fucking brilliant. He fucking nailed the shit out of it. But, <sighs> but what I will say is, did you hear me talk shit about the Canadian flag behind you? Uh, oh, did you see that? I was, I, I was took a picture of that. of that. Yeah, dude, I, I've got it here. Who we have how? A, a very solid. The reason being, <sighs> let me, let me get situated here. The Put reason your life back being in order together. Dude, uh, I almost pulled a rookie move. I almost brought these in the bathroom with Bro, me. Bro, I would have laughed so hard. I would have, you, I was talking mad shit. Anyway. I would, Don't worry about it. You're going to have to I would to never, I would never have lived that down if I brought those in no. with me. Any, but I what know. you're saying, so with Potty Mouth and with Sin Butter, so essentially if you listen to the podcast, you probably also are a consumer of Sin Butter and vice versa. We sure. got a pretty strong Canadian Backing. see this who so, yeah. how and who who gave that to you uh i bought it because our, i wanted to show support for the people who support us from canada wow and what's your listeners like we got a lot of listeners from canada uh we've got a good handful i would say a okay. couple handfuls of, of uh our our canucks out there could you call us Canucks? Is that what you just called us? <laughs> you know that is a hockey team in Vancouver, uh, correct? Yeah, it, I, I believe it's also a derogatory term for Canadians as well. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? it's definitely it's up there. How how hasn't that hockey team been canceled yet? I'm furious about it. You know what it is? Uh, I <laughs> I I stopped giving a fuck about hockey when I moved out here. I was out back east, and originally I, I loved watching hockey. I, I was all about it. I never I played it in high school, and when I played, I mean, I fucking learned to play in high school, learned to skate in high school situation kind of deal. So you can only imagine what Bambi on skates looks like. Um, yeah. So I, I, I watched it. I did all that, and then I moved out here out to the West Coast, and then I was like, yeah, I, I just – uh, I can't cheer for this team. I, I, this is so <laughs> – I quit hockey. I quit yeah. hockey. I quit the whole conversation about hockey and wow. I was just over it. But, but it's funny that I was, we were just, um, I was just talking about your brand. I was just telling about Sun butter and everything like that. And I said, you know, it's, it's there, it's actually one of those brands that I can see it lasting because it's got the retro vibe, but it has, uh, your, your stuff looks like it has serious quality to it. And I think there's a difference between brands that come up with something just to come up with something. And then brands that come up with a product that has longevity due to quality and many other aspects of it that make it a real business rather than a just for fun business. That's my personal opinion. Uh, no, you're, you're on point because I think a lot of people were like, Oh, 
he's going to come out with some like buttery stuff. Right. You know, just so like, you know, people will, uh, you know, maybe get a couple sales. I'm like, nah, dude, like this shit's for real. Like I'm, I'm going full Sandy on the, on this guy. And it took a little while for people to catch on, but dude, like Mm -hmm. people are, people are in now. Um, and they get it. And there's like, every time I do a drop it, you know, it's it's the same people plus a couple others trick it trickle in. Um, yeah, it, it's awesome. We've got such a cool community, and, and and send butter is one of those things where it's like, dude, it can be anything you want it to be, but you know, it's just like those people who just don't think about the repercussions and just go for it. And again, kind of something that you and I kind of have dealt with in life, where it's just like, well, now what? Fucking just send it and and see what mm-hmm. happens. And if it mm-hmm. if it fails, it fails don't get me wrong. It's, it's way easier to talk about failing and then just getting up and dusting yourself off. But it it is really something you have to do. Like if you just send it and you fucking fuck it up and you fail and whatever, um, you just got to get up and do something else. You know, you just got to keep going. I think there's, I think it's so underrated for those people who, who do that kind of stuff where they're just always trying to do the next thing. And if it doesn't work, fuck it, do something else do something else, mm-hmm. do something else until mm-hmm. something sticks to the wall. Um, so anyway, that's, that's my two cents on sending no, it. I, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I feel like you do need a, I, I have a vision of a marketing video of like a, just a butter stick, just, just <laughs> like being like this shot down range. And so just like, like, it should just take like a, like a butter and just yeah. take a bite of it and just, yeah. Like a grenade and just like you, you rip the tap. Yeah, there you go. And butter. That was my idea. There you go. It's on record. It's on record. That's, I'm going to come, when I come down to California or wherever you live in Texas or Alabama, wherever you live, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to come down to, to wherever you live. And I'm going to, that's how I'm going to introduce myself. I'm going to take a butter stick and I'm going to huck it into your door. And then you're like, Kelsey's here. Yeah. That's done. how that's going to go. I know. I, you know, Spencer, it's, it's been great chatting with you, but I think also I, the listeners and the amount of value you bring as a person, but the value you bring as a teacher in the school systems with what they go through and how they grow through, you have a unique mindset, you have a unique outlook on it. And it's going to take, it's truly going to take more people like you that are willing to stand up and, and fight for, you know, what they want to do in their life. And it's going to trickle down to our children. And they're going to see that as an, a, a great example of the, not only like not give a fuck factor, but also not quit factor that, that word. Um, I had a thing where I grew up where my mom used to say, she used to cut the word can't out of the dictionary like I didn't have that word in my dictionary and you know, she, that's one thing Kathy did so well. And I think that's how you are raising your son based off of what I've heard. And that's incredible to me. Props to your wife for sticking through you and like being willing to just like, Hey, you're going to fuck this all up, but you know, I'm a ride or die it out with you. And, and it's, 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 it's pulled through your show is absolutely hilarious. The potty with podcast. I was telling everybody you didn't hear it, but you're going to have to listen to it back. But I was like telling them like, it's, it's become one of my like daily podcasts when I just want to go for a walk. And I just want to not think about margins and numbers and shipping and this and manufacturing and fucking suicide crisis and veterans calling. And it's just this moment where I can stop and go, God damn it. That was funny. 
it just brings light into some of the darkest times we have right now. And the send butter shit is goddamn brilliant. I remember the first time I checked the site with one of my, one of our, uh, the president of my company, and we both were just like, that's brilliant. That's hilarious. Like, that's great. because It looks <laughs> like you've got something there that's really special. And so um, I want you to please give everyone your social handles, anywhere we can follow you, uh, anywhere we can download anything from you. Please tell every one of my listeners. Absolutely. And before I get into that, um, as the no fucks given, but never quit, all my kids are, I should say, all the kids that I coached, it became a running joke because the one thing that would always come out of my mouth was figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Figure it out. And it became a running joke, but it was true because people would be like, well, such and such is pushing me, blah, blah. Figure it out. You'd have other kids telling the other kids, figure it out. Um, That's so I thought that was really cool. But anyway, uh, yeah, at Spencer Kirk's the official funny story about the uh, handle of official. I did that like when I had 700 followers as a like joke. Me. And then, yeah. And then like <laughs> I blew up and then people are like, oh, this guy fucking thinks his shit don't stink. It wasn't like that. <laughs> I just I was just trying to be a smart ass. But Spencer Kirksey official. Um, pretty much, uh, across the board, uh, you really only need to pay attention to, uh, Instagram. I am trying, again, I'm one of those old fogies that are, uh, trying to, uh, figure things out on TikTok. Uh, but then you can follow us at, uh, potty mouth podcast and, uh, send butter on Instagram. I love it. I love it so much, buddy. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Dude, this has been a blast and I can't wait for you to come out here for the potty mouth. Dude, I'm so fucking stoked. We'll chat with you soon. We'll talk to everyone later.